And welcome back to WTF in Vanadil. I've got something in my front pocket for you. Why don't you reach on in my pocket and see what it is? There, grab onto it. It's just for you. Give it a little squeeze and say, how do you do? With spicy and... I... The Fox Danger. And... Cut my life into pieces. Brahms. And today, we're going to be discussing Dark Knight. Maybe. Broken home. All alone. Suffocation. It's, no breathing. Speaking of no breathing, we apparently have no outline because this is a WTF first. What Brahms prepared over the course of the week and then showed up with tonight was four and a quarter pages taken into a picture with their phone. Not, not I don't think you have optical image uh, stabilization because these are stimulation. These are blurry pictures of an outline like held in your lap that is not flat and and this is it's got creases and it's folded and it's zoomed. oh i thought this yeah. was taken in imax 3d no i don't know what it is it's got some handwritten <laughs> stuff i can't oh. even read the handwriting because you printed out one through nine in in numbers and then like hand wrote some stuff in here and then and then at the very end you have wing it bitch dot 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 and then just entire missing sections that say fill it in as I go. So th I'm glad you're giving Dark Knight the respect that's earned here, Brahms. I'm, I'm glad that yeah, this is the, the build-up to the Dark Knight we have now, you know, crescendoed into, <laughs> if you will. I feel like I'm back in grad school. Well, maybe grad school is a time to do a lot of drugs because that's what I feel like doing when I look at this outline. But at least the fantasy part is covered. It's true. I see it. It's right there. Page one. <laughs> Page one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, welcome back, Brahms. It feels like it's been a real long time ago, but... Very long time ago. First time I'm actually on here with Fox. <laughs> how are you? True. How are you doing, Brahms? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. Uh, just got finished with uh, with some with some house chores uh, today, and uh, I'm tired, but I'm, I'm otherwise awake. <laughs> how about you? Oh, you know, today I have... The last of the autumn beers, it is Harpoon Brewing's Dunkin' Pumpkin, which happens to be a Dunkin' Donuts-themed beer, or collaborated with, apparently, that is ale brewed with lactose, cinnamon, and pumpkin puree with coffee and natural flavors. And it says, uh, you know, Boston, Massachusetts, and Windsor, Vermont, you can recycle this. Then the next line says in one whole sentence, Puerto Rico do not litter. So I guess they thought Puerto Rico was already shitty enough. You don't want to take this uh, beer, if we can call it that, all the way down to that island and just throw it somewhere in the ground. Because apparently <laughs> you can go litter in, in Boston, Massachusetts, and nobody gives a shit. Yeah, man. I've been doing it for years. Remember that time we dumped all that tea into the harbor? <laughs> Should have oh, dumped, dumped this into the harbor because... Uh, this fall treat is another tribute to all the days that Duncan has helped us fire up the brew kettle. Cheers! Uh, inspired by our fave-arit fall latte, this ale is brewed with pumpkin, fall spices, and a splash of coffee. And... You know, I see, I see fall spices get thrown around a lot. Like, what exactly are fall spices? Uh, probably something suited for an enema. <laughs> Maybe. It I mean, is, based on most of the pumpkin-based things I've tasted, fall spices is, like, the element copper. 
Yeah, this is, uh, it's not really coppery because it's got a splash of coffee. I think it just fell off the shelf and they called it that. Yeah, it says limited on it. And uh, not only is the coffee in it limited, but uh, I'm glad this is a limited thing. It's not terrible, but uh, it's it's definitely uh, down in that shelf of the eggnog there, Fox. Oh, yeah. Oh, that drink is gone. I, I handled that. <laughs> yeah, whiskey get, eggnog. I had to get ready for this outline. That's right. BRB, I'm going to drink myself to death. Hang on. That's good. I love how the cat waits until I've started to jump into the litter box and make sure he sits for a prolonged period, just scratching the side of it, as you hear in the background, I'm sure. Just just keep scratching it. Well, you always have to, you know, make doing your business into a production. The cat's got it right. So he is literally out of the entire thing, leaning into it with his front two paws to then scratch it. And he's, (laughs) I didn't plan for this. He's just like in, he's not in it. He's leaning into it. He's like standing outside of it halfway to lean into it (laughs) just to keep scratching the plastic. Not even in it, just just the sides. Uh, So I was hoping he would finish by the time I finished detailing that, but apparently I'm sure we'll know. So, otherwise, how am I doing? Um, a lot better than my crypto portfolio, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what. Correct. Oh, yes. It's times like this that I really look at it and go, well, I can't lose, so it doesn't matter what happens. Somewhere, somewhere she is, like, memeing harder right now. It's fine. It's, it's the ultimate test of one's stoicism. Because I truly feel nothing at those numbers looking at them like, eh, okay. I truly feel nothing. You would have to have hope that it is dampening or getting in the way of ruining to have the consequences feel uh, meaningful. Because if there's no hope and it's the and it's the only alternatives, then <laughs> it doesn't really matter what happens. I think it's when uh, hope hope turns into acceptance. Yeah, a lot of people like to look at stoicism as like this nihilistic view of uh, the ultimate goth attitude of nothing matters, I feel nothing. But it's really about accepting reality and being able to. Uh, not be overwhelmed by emotion and, and accept reality for what it is and be able to maintain your determination in the face of any sort of adversity without being, you know, overwhelmed by the reality of life. So, you know, stoicism is important. But apparently there is someone on Asura who keeps yelling that this podcast is me lamenting how much I hate myself or something. So I don't know if that talks about hating oneself, but uh, apparently any discussion of reality is self-loathing. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like, you definitely don't ever talk about how you hate yourself. So maybe they haven't actually like listened to anything, which is probable. I don't know. Um, they keep going on. Just talk show. about how we hate people like that person. So I mean, that's a thing. But other, I don't know, man. but yeah, I don't. I don't get it either. It's it's you know, leave it to a server to have uh, dumb people running around. So <laughs> otherwise, on game, I've been working my way through the tier twos. Hopefully, finish them up tomorrow. And then run on to the tier 3s and see where that goes of Odyssey. And I had a... Ooh, you weren't there, Fox. You were not there oh. for the, the... Oh, the Dynamis? Yes. Yes. Let's just say it was a Dynamis, not a Dynamic. Yeah, I actually like stopped everything in my Odyssey run and hopped into the channel to confirm whether or not they wiped. Oh, uh, they might as well have. Because that was too distracting for what we were doing. So I figured after a discussion last podcast, I'm like, you know, I'll just get on Black Mage and get a win. Because all it was was a run to go into Juno, go to the statue, clear it, and leave. There's nothing in between. There's no farming. There's none of that shit. And I go, okay, this is fine. I don't have anything. So I put on some Almeric plus one, my Blue Mage stuff, uh, the the Bunzy Rod, because I do not have a staff. <laughs> I don't have one. Nor do I have Merker unlocked. 
so it wouldn't matter if I did. <laughs> uh, you know, I did not know I did not have it, but a good thing I have another mule. I have all those garbage items. And I did not expect that I was going to be the only source of damage against the mid. I mean, I expected that it'd be that way, but I didn't expect the result would be an alliance full of people. This is like 15 people, 14 people or so. And the all, the best we could come up with, we have a bard, we have a geo, which is someone's pocket geo, uh, pocket rocket, if you will. Yeah, it, it barely counts. I know what yeah, you're talking about. It doesn't count because they yeah. did not use it, nor did they or, or the bubbles just won't be right. Yeah. and Or the potency is off. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the potency is certainly off. You are correct. And the determination, there's also a summoner, so you can imagine where that's going, interrupting skill chains, but the, the determination was... Man, my uh, my Ionic Showa to Showa that the Black Mage is magic bursting off of for all of the damage isn't doing enough. I'm going to switch to Jinpu. Yep. Yeah, so that was good. We ever just sit there watching no buffs. Jinpu constantly and getting no buffs and they're getting stunned because their Geo slash the Bard is not giving them, you know, resistance? I think they're used to not getting buffs when they watch a different Samurai Jinpu while they get their Master Points. So that's probably where they got the idea. Is that Jinpu Jin? <laughs> is that a shout out to the Leafkin fam? Oh, it's actually not. Um, I it was a shout out directly to the person that was doing Jinpu. But okay. Oh yes, but I, I, I actually, was I actually don't show. know enough about the uh, the Leafkin fam to comment on it at all. I really don't either because okay. I I don't know anything besides it exists. I, I've not cared enough to ever know. Or anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. So the the samurai is just auto weapon skilling. So. The, right. the summoner is blood pacting in between, not with Kate Sith because you could do damage against the white, the light weak statue, which is of course been on BG for years. It's just pull it up. There it is, light biggest weakness. Hey, cool. Uh, but just interrupting the skill chain with uh, Rama, <laughs> oh. that's what's needed. Physical blood packs from Rama. That's great. And just I can't skill chain because not only do I not have the proper fast cast gear, but the skill chain keeps changing or alternating, and it's just it was just a nightmare. And for some reason, we're fighting it for what feels like an eternity, and the white mage <laughs> casts on a statue because of course we just ran past the statues at the stairs, the bottom of them, and and up top, and just you know you usually ignore up top, but the bottom of the stairs probably could have done those, and just starts casting on a statue for some reason. So now now we have all these mobs on us, and I'm like, did we just fight for twenty minutes to lose? And then. And that, in that moment, for some reason, 5% later, which takes a while, a few minutes, uh, the bard decides to just run the other direction and, and aggro a statue and runs back and like, why is the statue on? It's like, you ran into a statue that was nowhere near anything you had to go to. <laughs> what do you mean? Why is this, where'd this come from? He was all confused. So he was confused. I mean, and this is this, not... This is what happens when my crew isn't there. And this person has been Holy around crap. for a long time. This person is one of the original contributors to Clopedia. This person's been around forever. They shouldn't be stupid. But it was just painful. I was doing like 25k magic bursts with like Thunder 3 or 4 or something. I didn't have on magic burst gear. I have a Black Mage that's been... I took, Oh, well, you don't have buffs anyway. I didn't have buffs anyway. Yeah, I had no buffs. Yeah. I was giving myself Storm, a sub-scholar. That's what I could do, was give myself Storm. That's not what you should do, yeah. And that's all I could do. So... I was doing like like Stoneja off of his Scission magic burst because uh, he can only auto weapon skill. Of course, he can never do multi step for extra magic burst potency uh, for like twenty five k at best. So like twenty twenty five k. So it's a long way of doing that, and it was just bad. It was painful. It was not a way I wanted to get into Black Mage. 
<laughs> I didn't think I'd have to be the guy. Sometimes you just have to brute force it, man. Even yeah. when that's not the actual strategy they're trying to pull off. Would have been lucky if it was a Dark Knight. They could have magic bursted. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Sometimes you're just called upon and you don't realize it. That's right. The casting time felt painful. I'm like, yeah, I got celerity. That's like 25%. And I got dark arts. That'll be fine. And I got some fast kit. I, I went and bought all goose uh, slops really quick and threw them all my points into them. I'm like, I got these. I got fast cast on them. I'll, I'll be able to do something. I'm not going to be needing I mean, for everything. In this case scenario, you can just wear like most of the Agus except for fast cast. Yeah, I know. I put the Agus head on, the Agus pants, and the rest all was right. Amaric plus one. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's not bad nuking gear in the first place. So I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I went and made Amaric an Ambus KK. Sounds like you were uh, best in slot on the back, um, Black Sacrament. <laughs> the Black Sacrament. Uh, yes, the, 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 the guy that never gets updated. Yeah, I know the guy. That's why we see all. That's why we see all the black mages running around in their AF plus one. Yeah, I know the guys who started that slash still post there, but don't update their own guide. And I probably should bugger them and bother them. Bug them, bugger them. I should bugger them. Yeah, man. Yes, that's that's exactly. Exactly what I should be doing to them is buggering them. Mm. Uh, but otherwise, that's me. I said too much. How are you, Fox? Oh, boy. Well, I had a similar experience um, oh. <laughs> with the, the Tier 3 V20. Uh, V20s, but V20 that we've been able to get to. So I don't know what the fuck is up with the queue, but it seems like whenever we go to queue up here on Azura, um, it's, it's always like a 28-minute wait right now for like anything jail-related. I think it's the so, time like, which you go because I go before you and I don't. I have like a I think so two too. to five page wait, which is nothing. Yeah, but like most of the people in the group have like kids and or are getting calls from the the state of South Dakota saying that they have kids. You also live in the the wait, wait, wait the state of South. Yeah, I was gonna say you live in the the worst <laughs> coast. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, well, let's take a moment here. Explain this to us, please. Well, I'm not gonna explain the whole thing. Nobody lives in South Dakota. Now, but. Uh, there's definitely a, a listener and a, a good buddy of mine who finally got a taste of what it's like to be me recently. Wait, 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 wait. He had to explain the story. Did like, you also get calls? The same telling. Also get calls no. from South Dakota? Because if, if it's like to be you, I don't know. No, no, I, I block those calls. Um, I'm not a good, good person. So, so uh, is there a child in South Dakota that is of your, your bloodline, Fox? Or No, probably, but no, I don't think so. Anyway... <laughs> Never been to South Dakota, guys. I have uh, so many questions. Yeah, they're going to remain unanswered. It was just there to just let, let linger and then just be wholly unsatisfied afterwards. But uh, the, the listener will appreciate it, I think. Fox, many of the people but, um, listening are married and understand that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have like 28-minute wait times, right? And we can only get in like maybe three times within the, the, the window that my group has to work with. Like, we're used to it being, like, a five-minute wait, so we get, like, lots of chances or whatever. Um, but we're doing uh, Kalunga first. And Kalunga's pretty easy, honestly. Um, the V20 is not much different from the, the V15 at all, um, except there's an ad that someone has to deal with, like, one time, and then they basically just bind it there for the rest of its natural life and deal with it. But uh, we just had... We got it down to, like, 11%, and it was going really smooth. Like, you know, I thought we couldn't fail at this point, and that's probably <laughs> went wrong. And we just have one guy, he's just savage blading his balls off, despite the fact that we're trying to proc it. Is every episode a Felgar episode? Look, it's not intended to be, but like I say in every one of these intros on how I'm doing, like every group that's like a static has this one member that does this. And I, I don't know. 
like even if you're even if your group is like really super awesome or you think you're like the greatest thing ever like there's usually someone in your group that derps and derps on the regular and like sometimes it's like one person and only one person sometimes it's two people who knows but uh yeah so basically the the moral of the story is we got it to 11 percent, but we also healed it for almost half a million damage too so that was cool half a million damage yep we would have overkilled it by a lot <laughs> but uh apparently apparently we're not allowed to have nice things so that was a that's pretty special have and you also have I you considered like uh, a 1020th trimester abortion <laughs> you, you would think so i i decided i was going to tank it um because if i tank it on rune fencer it means that there isn't as much having to to watch over like minute things that could happen if some other one tanks it because they're just going to explode if something goes wrong so I'm tanking it on Rune. Everything's great. And I basically tank every single Kalunga. And like each one we got under like 20%. But I'm doing it without any buffs whatsoever. So if people are like afraid of the, the V20 tier threes or whatever, I'm pretty sure that if you're ready to do that content, you should be able to tank it. No problem. Because I did it without buffs and you should be okay. But uh, apparently it was too much for this uh, auto weapon skill bard to PNSMO a single victory march onto me um, unless I asked for it like three times. Well, it was too much so, not to fucking do a Savage Blade in the middle of trying to proc it with skill chains. I mean... I, I don't know, man. This guy has done the V0, the V5, yeah. the V10, the V15, and attempted the V20. It's never changed. That's that's what you do every time. It, it, it's... It's the same. Yeah. Yep. And it's been the same skill chain combo since I ran with the group. And... And I, I mean, you have access to seeing the strategy, too, because you're still in that group chat. I know. Like, the strategy I, oh, yeah, is well laid out. I was gonna like, say, it says specifically what to do. I updated the Odyssey channel. I did not know until recently. I thought it was accessible by all, but I did not know until oh. recently that they could not backread it. <laughs> I could have sworn I told I didn't you know about that. that but I didn't know it was oh, a setting. Oh, no, it was the access thing, not the backread. Yeah, they had access, but I didn't know there yeah. was a separate setting for backreading. So for like the last month or two or so, they haven't been able to read it besides the very first recent bit. So they've been able to use it. <laughs> Suddenly, this wealth of information becomes available. And then someone, it was, it was who said in the Discord? It was like Shul Yelly. What the, what the, the guy starts with an S. Every, every time I update it, someone in general mentions it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing Kalunga. We should be able to finish Kalunga on on Monday. We have to farm more uh, segments on Sunday, but we'll we'll finish them on Monday probably. Like, I don't foresee us having further issues. And then we get to move on to Nagai next, and Nagai is going to be the uh, guy. It's going to be special. But Norcris apparently has already gone and done that with, with another group, got it to like 5%. So he'll help me refine whatever I have them do. Shouldn't and, be any different besides air control. Yeah, that's basically what it looks like. To be honest, like everything I came up with just happened to mirror the Rua strat that's already out there. So like on, that's pretty much how we're going to I wouldn't say it's the Rua strat because it's the same exact strat it's always been. Well, it's about the Red Mage making sure that they're second on the hate list, which is just a clean way of handling it, honestly. Okay. So you're so, not going to take the uh, the Blue Mage this time? Um, no, because I don't want to limit myself to being on Blue Mage. Like, I think Abject could probably do it, but outside of Abject and myself, like, I don't think that that we have a Blue Mage that would be capable of understanding how to do the, the bind strategy like that. Um, so what we'll, well do... no, the blue mage, you wouldn't want the blue mage to do the bind strategy, but on to like move the mob away. Well, we're just gonna have a red mage do it. Okay. It's still, still good. Still I, to go I don't intend on doing that, so I'm going to let you know how that goes. 
Oh, all right. I also cannot do that fight if I do not do what I do already. So it's true. Yeah, I mean, a, having a blue mage as the DD on there is perfectly fine. It's just I would completely substitute a red mage for a blue mage in that situation if I did the same thing. You know, also, I wonder, it's really not super hard to tank them. I do wonder if you could use a pup who could then ventriloquy in the same situation we to actually, get on the, on the puppet. We, we actually started using pup plus blue mage in our V15s back when we were farming and guy for that. Yeah, because you could vent the crab itself. Mm-hmm. That that might be actually very interesting. Yeah, I actually really like that idea. Um, but it depends on whether or not the actual enmity itself comes from, like, like the crab cares about the enmity that's on it, or if it cares about Engai's direct enmity. I believe so it'd be Engai's to start, because there was a post that it, it hasn't been verified. It was yesterday. Someone said something about mm -hmm. it. It was that if they, at 76% of the tank gets uh Caper Emissarius, whatever it is, the Scholar one hour that puts all hate on it and everyone runs away and does nothing until it pushes it down, that they alleged, or at least claimed, I don't know who was trolling or not, that the mob will pop and attack the mob itself. Like, you know, since no one has hate except the one person, there's no second target to go after, so it attacks the NM. That has not been verified or recorded, but... Oh, man. It, that's, it that's seems very really plausible. I may test that. I may test that, because um, if we can just have the tank super tank the whole thing, like, who cares? Um, like in the case of Kalunga, right? Uh, the thing that you have to worry about from the Mata Mata ad isn't actually the damage. Dispel. It's the, um, yeah, it's the Conal Dispel. And you don't want to get the secondary target Conal Dispel because that's usually going to be your warrior or whoever's doing the most damage. And it's still a damage race. Like, you still have to kill it. So we can't have that guy getting dispelled. But if we, if I can get just get dispelled from, like, both mobs, who cares? Because I'm already tanking this thing dispelled on Rune Fencer anyway. Based on our discussion last time, I don't know if it was on podcast or it was in general hanging out. Uh, did you sleep the main and try to kill the id? Uh, yeah, we actually did that to test whether the Mata Mata had the Conal Dispel. Because it's not guaranteed that they do. Like they, I don't believe that they have it um, on the non-NM version, but I could be wrong. But I wanted to make sure that it had that before ruling it out. Because we were originally just going, oh, they, they only know this recently, but one of my main strategies that I was writing up wasn't even crowd controlling the ad, but instead just reducing the PDIF um, against us just heavily. And just tanking through it anyway, because if you reduce that enough, like the mobs can't hurt you anyway. So hmm. I was planning on using like a Beastmaster for the attack down and then having a Red Mage bio the ad and um, using a Geo Barrier probably uh, or some combination of Red Mage and or Geo and just tanking through most of the ads and just not caring. Sounds like it went about as well as this beer. Well, yeah, I mean, the moment I noticed it had a Conal Dispel, like, that automatically went out the window. Like, See, I'm not going to gamble. The problem is, too, is it also only weak to Blunt, like, the main one? Because that, you have yeah. two different... Oh, that's so fucking bullshit. How, what do you... That's... Yeah, because you have to use Slashing, right? Yeah, you have so, to use like, Slashing. Warrior is your it. only option, really. Or you could go with, like, other subpar options, but they're not going to use it as well because they don't have TP bonus, you know? And what it made... Like, when you fight the gods in Odyssey, Esha, the new Karen, and he calls out the other mini gods... They're not as strong as the actual NM version, I yeah. believe. So the whole point was, when you call out an ad from the main NM, it's not supposed to be exactly the same strength as the one you do a single fight against. Maybe it has lower HP, but it's still not the point. It's like the exact same strength, it seems. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty rough. It's like it's designed so that you have to deal with the ad rather than kill the ad. Which just seems really fucking lazy to me, that design. Yeah, because I can't see a world where, like, let, let's say it was designed so you kill it, right? And I agree with the like, lazy thing. I, imagine, imagine trying to fight Ongo, but also having to deal with the piercing damage to kill the Procne. It just like, would never happen. 
Yeah, it's absolutely stupid. Like it wouldn't happen. Yeah, I don't like if you had more time to do it. If you had thirty minutes, that wouldn't be a problem. Now, there's an argument as to whether or not you may have to go like back in several times and like fight that same boss three times, but nobody's going to do that. People are going to want and done this shit because you can just bind kite it. What do you mean fight that boss three times? If you go back in, the boss stays at the same percentage rounded up to the next. Oh, 5%. ooh, yeah. ooh, that'd be gross. Well, on the eleven percent Kalunga, we actually went out. I gave everyone new job assignments, went back in, and we would have killed it um, from fifteen percent pretty easily, actually. But the the very first thing it did was that stupid roar that gives terror, and which threw the aura up, and he immediately threw out fetters. And because we used our white mage and our bard in the first fight, we had like Ooh, no resistance except for my beastmaster. <clears throat> I didn't because I had elemental resistance in my sets, but everyone else exploded. Yes, no carrier sash. No carrier sash. That's a sad. Well, one. engraved bell for Beastmaster, but yeah, it was unfortunate. But um, we'll we'll get it though. Like the fight is incredibly smooth as long as you don't fuck up, right? So yeah, as long as you don't heal it for max damage with Savage Blade. Well, he set up someone else to heal it because it. Yeah, that's effectively the great. same as healing it with fucking Savage Blade. Um, yeah. Also, I forgot to mention I've been as it's been a fucking lifetime. I've been shipping away the Thief Guide. I've now working on the sections that are not in the original guide, like the recommended skill chains and how to choose which weapon skills to use, you know, the important stuff. So that's, uh, I'm still that making, I'm making the progress there. It's, it's, it's a, it's a thing. You wouldn't think it takes so long, but I've been, you know, working on just templates and things. So it just makes it take a long time. Apparently I didn't know that Joachim gets a uh, victory margin, not just advancing March. I had to fix that in the dual load calculations table. I thought he only got advancing, but that's not true at level 60 plus. Oh. So, you know, that's good because that caps you along with haste too, which is pretty fucking sweet, actually, because he'll yeah. always do it, essentially. Almost always. Within reason. Oh, I do want to mention that I am going back through all of the Lua's that I have on your GitHub, and I'm trying to make sure that they're bug-free because I've, apparently I sent you a bunch that had, like, bugs on them, so... The Black uh, Mage one had a space that broke it, and, that, yeah. you know... Which which confused the hell out of me because like mine never did, <laughs> it never had that problem. So I I don't know. I guess I just like hit a space, sent it to you, and then like maybe it's a weird it place for a space. It is a weird place. Yeah, it was uh, it was on one of the tables, but um, yeah. So basically, if anyone's going through there and they see like a bug in it, um, just look out for uh an an update. I'm going to be bothering Spicy to to recommit some of those. You also have a bug. In your Doom trigger, you don't have neck locking in there, but you have um, the neck in the gear set. Oh, is it really? Did I really skip neck? Mm-hmm. Gross. You also have a note Gross. there, eventually like... get this gear set. Oh, yeah. No, not eventually. Just you should get this gear set. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I thought you didn't have eventually. it. I was kind of surprised. I'm like, Fox doesn't have that? No. The, like, some of these are notes to the players saying that you should not be a lazy fuck and you should absolutely get this uh, this set. Yeah, it says specifically, actually get the gear for this set. It isn't hard to make. Uh, it isn't hard, and it makes Doom trivial to remove, because it does. And I also want to give a shout-out to Karmus, who sent me a tell today on game. Oh. Uh, and the premise was, how do you... I'm not, it's not exact, but it was close as I can remember. It was, how do you put up with... Which were the exact words there? How do you put up with uh, people in this game, essentially, was the... You know, what people are so ignorant, how do you put up with people in this game? Kind of like, you know, like the community just pays people to do that. 
and they probably listen to this podcast. But it's like, how do you put up with yeah, that? Yeah, he he also plays with Murr as part of their trio. Oh, he's well, he's also that Chris Spelling uh, JCN for. Oh, why yeah, when they person. just sent me one on Jacknifka? Oh, who knows? But, but just make sure you know the context. There. But that was a good conversation. I I was cool with it. Um, oh, good. So I just want to give a shout out to people who listen to this and and think about things beyond just the game because there's more than the game that makes the game. Not saying socializing is like, ooh, it's the secondary game. It's like, no, the thing behind the socializing is the the extra layer there. What the hell? I do not. I'm looking at it right now. I, it says disabled neck is like the very first option. I thought I checked all of them because I think one's missing. Jeez. Oh, and right, none, right. Nonetheless, uh, Brahms is still here, and we've we've marginalized oh, him already. So I'm sure he wants to get into <gasps> get into the the outline that he took a picture of that has parts of it cut off, like it's RK night, and and absorb something. I don't. There's <laughs> things that are cut off on this outline. He said via this, you know, this is this is pretty much. If Table was here, I'm sure he would compare it immediately to the person that took the picture on the bus. With their cell phone and domain oh, evasion. No, oh, that guy. <laughs> yes. This is the equivalent of having things happen and, and taking a picture on your phone, your flip phone, and uploading it to auction house. Uh. Eh, it was just one of those weeks. But again, it's just it it kind of just reminds me of, of grad school because it was always just a matter of just getting getting the thing out and just worrying about fixing fixing and correcting mistakes like basically at the last minute. <laughs> I was concerned because I'm like, wow, he sent me a picture of paper and that's, that's, <laughs> what would Funkwork say? I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty, uh, deserving of Dark Knight and that's, uh, what we're going to be, we're going to be using. And I just, it, it, it kind of confounded me for a bit. It's just, he put this in a text document and printed it, but the, the lost file to time. I mean, it, it, that's just how it goes sometimes. Before you got on, I told Fox that um, you could have put it on a floppy disk, <laughs> given it to us in the mail, and done it in DOS. And then Fox suggested the five and a quarter inch, or whatever floppies, and I'm like, well, if it's good enough to run the nuclear weapons, it's good enough for this outline. <laughs> right. So, so I guess you could talk about your love of Dark Knight or your history. Why don't you just? You have the floor here, Brahms. It is it is your turn. Okay. Um. So let me just open up by saying that. Um. So I'm a trained historian, and while I and I was essentially, I was going to go into academia essentially, and so I know that basically my my first real introduction on the on the podcast was basically a secret uh, nostalgia episode, but um my predilection for looking towards the past kind of kind of has me lean into just looking towards how things were in order to give a more informed picture on how things are today and how we got to this a real long time ago oh yeah a very long time ago in a town called peekaboo what there lived a humble family <laughs> what the fuck through and through <laughs> but may there was a black sheep and he knew just what to do yeah man tenacious d Oh, okay. I'm so you know that makes me think of Surge. Um, oh no, Surge! The first time I ever saw a picture of Surge to have a digression here and take this away from you, Proms, was a picture of him dressed as a lion at a theater production because he was into theater, <laughs> and that is the image that entered my mind—a sad, orange makeup painted lion 
on some stage. It could be a high school production or something. I don't recall, but uh, that that is that is what was going through my mind, like a Vietnam flashback as you sang whatever. Vietnam, yes. Back in Nam. Shout out to the Serge. Orange He's on auctionhouse.com. Go All right, I'm, I'm I'm done derailing that. Okay, though. Brahms, your 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 historian credentials are in the right place. This is this is exactly where you thought you'd end up. I mean, uh, it's, it establishes a point. That's that's about it. I'm glad we're here to give it the dignity it deserves. But yeah, uh, I I have played Dark Knight for quite a long time. You could say for a very long time. Um, I think I would honestly say that I ding seventy five back in the at Ergen uh, expansion pack. So that was probably the first time I genuinely picked up the job. Um, and I have been playing it, so that's, that's basically, what, 2008, 2009, practically? So from there all of the way up to today, 2022, it's I've pretty much been playing the job through all the ups and downs, all the different expansions, the add-ons. And I've pretty much seen, I, I, I've seen some things. So the NOM flashback is, isn't necessarily a, a bad reference. Hello, Ground Strike, my old friend. I've come to miss with you again. You know, I almost had the miss with you again part before before you just took it right off. <laughs> it's so natural. It's one of the memes of Dark Knight, though, right? We can call him the Ding King. <laughs> Ding King. <laughs> Interesting. So what what made you stay with Dark Knight? That's a good question. Um, okay, so uh, let's see. So with the TOEU era, the XP caps were lowered, if I remember correctly, going from levels... 60 to level 75 so and then of course xp was uh became much much faster to get because of calibri camps on top of that so that was two factors essentially i i say those things just to essentially establish a point that um by the time 2008 came around and with toeu essentially people could get to 75 at a much faster rate than they would have in the years prior up from 2003 to 2007 um, I had leveled up Warrior, and I had taken that to 75, and while it was fun, you know, just, you know, dual-wielding axes and doing Rampage, it gets boring. Yes, yeah. It gets pretty boring. That's all the people with Savage Blade. So, I, th- I figured at the time, and I, and I believe I did Dark Knight and Paladin around the same time, but essentially, what really just drew me to the job was the fact that I was I was more than just being a warrior that just kind of pulled out their weapons and weapon skill. Like I actually had things like magic and, you know, my my abilities had actual cost to them. It's like oh, soul leader, it actually eats my HP and it and it increases my enemy. So I actually have to you know pay attention. And oh, I can actually you know cast some some, some small and fiendly magic and a couple of dark spells. Hmm, this is interesting. And it just kind of became a path that I went down to around the years of just. I grew more and more attached to jobs that basically gave me more options to basically play with instead of just engage weapon skill, engage weapon skill, essentially. That's actually the reason I have Dark at 99 is because it did more than, like, it felt like Warrior does. Like, for, when it comes to, like, all the things that you can do and, like, the levers that you can throw, like, it just seems like it did more than waiting on J's. So, yeah, I can understand that. I don't have Dark Knight. We know. <laughs> but I feel like so, with this outline, Dark. I thought we were doing Black Mage. <laughs> the black sheep of the outlines. You mean oh, man. not being black updated for years? <laughs> yeah. You know, 
I'm excited to one day maybe be Black Mage, but I'm not sure after that Dynamis performance. I might just not touch it again. That was that was scarring. That was you know, that kind of scared you away. Think, I don't think you're ready for how incredibly fun Black Mage is when you just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. But this is not a Black Mage episode though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could it could become one. They do cast <laughs> yeah. magic. What's the difference? Yeah, what is the difference? They can use sides too. Yeah, the difference being that Black Mage can can hit for cap damage, and Dark Knight nukes are just poor. Yeah, I, I noticed. I, I know we got that question um, the other day about uh, what's going on with Dark Knight nukes, and can you like hit the thirty k? Which I assumed was Omen. I think we assumed correctly on that one too. Um, uh, I have yeah. a set for it in my Lua actually, but I've never had to use it because I almost never go to Dark Knight as to Omen, and there's always someone with all mental magic there, so. Yeah, so yeah. funny thing about that is basically once I saw that in the channel, I, I literally just said type, I think I typed in like, let me just, uh, I'll give me a few minutes, I'll, I'll go into Omen and I'll check it out. So, I, and that's exactly what I did. I already had basically the set ready. So I just went to the top floor and then I started messing with the, with the apex mobs, the apex mobs with the, uh, with the hot, sweet water the high, yeah, the sweet water mobs yeah. and, 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 and their higher HP variants. Trends so yeah. The transcendent, right? You got it. Um, and my level one skill chains were doing more damage than, than my magic bursted nukes were. I was gonna say that's sad because I feel like, especially in an apex party where weapon skilling again would get in the way, like Dark Knight, if you had three people doing skill chain, like weapon skills and skill chain, maybe Dark Knight could fall back and magic burst so it could add damage without having to waste potential and not be in the way. But it just sounds like even magic bursting would be doesn't have gear for it but there's no way that's possible there just has to be just a lack of magic buffs in this case because against apex would have even less magic defense probably yeah, so against apex would probably be even more tilted but then again just i didn't have you know magic buffs in order to properly bo like boost myself up and i'm sure just basically because i use the the niami set without you know path is it path d or is it path c c c, c right yeah. So path C would be the magic magic attack bonus, which you'd never choose. So, so the the main issue there. I mean, is according like, to Simon, it's the best nuking set for Ninja. Oh God, I don't want it to be a Simon I mean, anything episode. And he's he's probably not wrong. But he, he comments on that. Pieces. He commented on that fucking Rua video. He's like, "Well, actually, you should have controlled the end like this." And it's like, "Oh, oh yeah, the, the guy after." First the, I, I saw that comment, and then the guy, the comment directly after, just like schools him because it's in the video. Like Rua <laughs> explains why he immuno breaks the mob. I, I got a real chuckle out of that yeah. fight because he's know. like, I tried to cure myself, but I wasn't fast enough. He's like dead in the ground. It's like <laughs> he didn't need to explain HP zero. It was very clear. Yeah. Well. So the, the main issue with Dark Knight nukes is that they don't have access to Tier 5 or Tier 6. Um, tier 3s have a really low base damage. They only have Tier 4, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, tier 3s have fairly low base damage. They're, like, right on the cusp of whether or not magic damage plus gear is really going to be, like, Good. a huge gain. Yeah. Uh, so with it being a lower base damage and the fact that you really can't take advantage of any deint situation because you don't have a lot of, like, int plus gear to raise that base damage up until it caps... Um, you're gonna have you're gonna start out with like a really cruel handicap, and then if you combine that with them not getting any like magic burst bonus traits or anything like that that can stack with your gear, um, you run into this issue where they're not 
poised to even magic burst. And I think if they had like fixed one or the other, it would make sense because they tried to give them a cult acumen so that they could gain TP through nukes. But that's also like just as awkward. Like anyone who casts elemental magic, like on the regular knows that like when it's on, especially when it's unbuffed or you cast like lower tiers of it, um, it's really lackluster. Like a lot of time, like you're going to hit like 25k on a tier six, you know, against like normal content. And like, that's pretty low, honestly. Like when you burst, that's when you're getting the cap damage and all that fancy jazz. But like to, to expect that out of a dark knight is not really, you know, something. And no. the only way to get magic burst bonus would be to sub black mage, and you only get five percent. You get the first tier out of five. It's not even worth it. That's to disgusting. be honest, I would rather sub scholar and just do dark arts at that rate. Yeah, but it's why? Why do they like dark knight? It just seems so fucking weird to me that they would screw it on nukes. Why even have them? They used to mean more at seventy five. Yeah, they did mean more at seventy five, but I'm glad they at least stuck with the magic theme, and the the, the dark magic is still really solid. Um, so that's you know, a dark it, it's still, theme, it still benefits in some way. It's a dark but, theme. Yeah, it's just it has a lot of the factors stacked against it, and it's just without without an unimaginable buffs, like you're not going to be able to nuke anything special with a tier three. It's just how it is. It's just really fucked up. Yeah. Maybe if they ever address Black Mage in some capacity, they might actually address Dark Knight in some capacity. <laughs> I think they're afraid to, to be quite honest. Why? Give give it yet another facet. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 weird. It, I I think they've pretty much just kind of written themselves into a corner. Personally, it's like they don't really know what to do, and the ideas that they're probably coming up with. Because I'm sure the player base has already come up with a number of options. It's just like, yeah, but that's going to affect other things, and uh, that that might make the job a little too powerful. Which is funny considering how Nagling has pretty much screwed over a lot of actual like melee strategy i mean essentially the only thing you can do is nuke and nayame because that's the only piece you know yeah. that has magic attack bonus well, and magic burst and well, magic burst enough, like the relic enough, is yeah the yeah, go for it no it's just that funny enough it's just that uh niami even just playing niami w- w- without without going path c is it's still only what 40 40 mab no 30 it's 30 it's 30 matter of fact so and with 40 magic 30 accuracy plus piece so it's the insula yeah. too. It's like it's mm-hmm. really low on all those pieces, which is also really weird for all jobs pieces. Why would the nuking piece be much weaker than the physical piece of the but same the, piece? Armor? But dark gets uh, MAB plus sixty on its relic body plus three, and MA plus sixty on its relic hands plus three. Yep. So even then, when I tried using those, my nukes didn't even go up that much either. So it was just like this. This. This is. Uh, That's depressing. This is, this is lost. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, out. most of the time you're probably going to hit the you're probably going to hit a resist of some kind just because of the amount of magic accuracy you actually have access to. So it, it's very it, it's very possible that you've probably never seen a resist like above like half. Honestly, don't you Unless get a nice like magic buffed. accuracy boost or magic bursting though? Huh, huh, huh. Oh, I mean, it, it's nice, but <laughs> just because it's nice doesn't mean it's good enough. Yeah, it's uh, it's. Just having like that low of ack is just another stack that's like really bad. I mean, at least you do get break and sleep on Dark Knight. That's kind of for for spells. Yeah. yeah, and it's enfeebling class of spells. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, those enfeebles are pretty solid. Like I, I remember like the times I would play Dark Knight, um, especially in Dynamis. Those enfeebles really come in clutch. They're more accurate than people give them credit for, I'll, especially I'll the that. dark magic ones, like the absorbs. yeah. You, you just just build a set for it, though. Like most people don't bother building the set. I think Absorb TP is still Dark Knight's most, you know, famous tool. Maybe against Lilith. 
Yeah, even before that. <laughs> no, that's Summoner's favorite tool against Lilith. <laughs> or what is it? Uh, on a side note, um, because Dark Knight has Occult Ackerman, and the, the reality is at this point, you don't, you're not going to use your normal nukes for that anyway to basically, no. you know, to basically take advantage of that. Now, however, there is one spell that actually can take advantage of Occult Ackerman, although it's a bit costly because it's impact. Sure is. What is it? Impact. Yeah. 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 That's funny because Dark Knight gets the highest called Ackerman tier, but you know, not even close. So it's kind of. I mean, it's, and don't get me wrong. Like this is a niche use, but it's still a nice option to have when you're just if you're in a situation where you're just kind of sitting there waiting for a mob's like, let's say perfect dodge or like invincible to wear down and you don't have a thief to, in order to do larceny so yep. let's say in that case you're sitting there you, you have a 30 minute you have a 30 minute 30 second window basically just sitting there just staring at it it's like okay i'll cast impact and you stack it you stack your, your twilight cloak or for those actually looking enough to have a crepuscular cloak cloak uh cast impact <clears throat> and then you stack as much store tp as, as you possibly can on top of that and you basically get a free weapon skill. Yep. Yeah, I mean, honestly, exactly. if you're starting a fight off, that sounds like the best way to start a fight off on a Dark Knight, and it's not hard to get the uh, Twilight Cloak. And if you happen to be using, like, a Scythe or something like that, um, in, especially in Dynamis, uh, Shadow of Death is actually not a bad weapon skill. So, like, if you impact something, and let's say it's invincible, and it's at, like, 20% or less health or something, like, there's a fairly reasonable chance you can just kill it with Shadow of Death afterwards without even having to wait for it to wear off. Yeah, I've hit about maybe 25 to 30k Shadow yeah. of Deaths before in Dynamis. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a weapon skill that people should use more often. But I mean, I can understand that being overlooked with like how often Greatsword gets used. It's just that's why you really want to make sure you know your arsenal. Torque leap your balls off. Yeah, torque leap your balls off, that's right. That's not niggling. Don't worry, I'll just Herculean slash, right? I mean, Dark Knight... Putting Weapons it into Clopedia so here, it gets the nearest rope for cold acumen, and it gets basically its um, its Empyrean feet. Yeah, it's Empyrean feet. Rope, the nearest rope in particular is really solid because um, for a while people didn't know what the actual cold acumen value was on it, and it was like back from the old TP era where like TP only went up to a hundred instead of a thousand, and it's actually a cold. It's like a cold acumen plus thirty or something. It's like 20. the same as the uh, or it's twenty. Yeah, it's like really close to the. Uh, the, the staff, uh, the Kadvanga. Yeah, and like the, the feeder plus 30. Mm-hmm. So it's plus 50 in one. I mean, I don't know how much you could get before you start a fight if every fight started off with you throwing out, like, Thunder 3. But, I mean, it's better That's than starting off with nothing. It's like a tiny meditate, I guess. And and honestly, I think Dark Knight should get access at least up to Tier 5 nukes. Because they already have an int deficit, they already have an elemental skill deficit, but that's not really the reason you'd be casting it. You'd be casting it for the same reason that you're using impact for the same role, and you'd be using it to just kind of top off your TP, um, like I think they originally had designed it to be, but they just, for whatever reason, never gave them past. I figured they designed a cult acumen to be less of a penalty against casting. It is, yeah. But I mean, you, you, you have to like find a reason to actually use it, though. Like yeah. On Dark Knight, if you're casting something that costs like 100 and something MP, like the occult acumen trigger on that is, is going to be very minute. It's going to be probably right around what you would have like a normal weapon swing for. It's really low. I mean, it, it benefits Black Mage usually more than, than, than it would Dark Knight. But again, that situation of impact is really good because in, in essentially what I'm saying with Black Mage is that if you're keeping your staff on and you're not swapping stabs, staves, 
<clears throat> I, I know English. Um, <laughs> if, if you're not, if you're not swapping staves, then you essentially can actually hit one KTP in order to do a Merc in order to get your MP right back and then do it all over again. Yeah, it's actually really easy to build it for um, uh, Blizzard 6 and Thunder 6. Um, anything lower than that, you run the risk of like running around like 980. But you should be able to hit it on any tier 6 if you have a SAM roll, if you're built properly. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah. It would also, in this case you gave for a Shadow of Death for like a mob that does PD, there's still also Anguda would help out with this purpose. Yeah, for sure, because you, you definitely want to not try to weapon skill at like 1k as kind of a low FTP on that one. So what makes Dark Knight, sp I mean, I don't know what you're on your outline here, whatever, you know, we've gotten into already, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just right going to basically shit. start from the top anyway. <laughs> and well, then I guess get the ball rolling. We already did the most yeah. interesting part about Dark Knight, so it's all downhill from here. <laughs> so fundamentally, Dark Knight is an advanced job class, and I'm, I'm putting this down in the most basic of terms. It's the advanced job class that branches out from basically essentially warrior and is the opposite of paladin right and it focuses squeak. primarily yeah squeak it focuses primarily on, on physical offense through its various and multiple tiers of attack bonuses similar to paladin dark knight utilizes magic which we've already kind of covered um focusing on the three categories or schools of magic of of elemental magic enfeebling and its specialty of dark magic so, drain Asper absorb bio if it mattered. Yeah, Dark Knight should get bio three. Why doesn't he even get bio three? I agree. I agree. You know, honestly, Dark Knight is in a good position as DD. Red Mage gets start, gets bio three. Yeah, but so what? Yeah, but a Red Mage gets everything. So yeah, it's like it's not. It wouldn't be. It's not like you're giving Dia to a a, a freaking Paladin. It's divine magic. It specializes in not you know, but. Bio is dark magic, whereas D is enfeebling, so it really should get Bio 3. Or at least maybe give it absorb TP2. It's just something Dark Knight magic-wise, because, like, honestly, Dark Knight should be really more about doing damage, but also having a reasoning, in my opinion, at least. I just, to distinguish it more from just being a warrior with a greatsword or scythe. It does, but it's more like it buffs itself with its spells, um, or augments itself with its spells, rather than using its spells directly as the damage. Yeah, I mean, and Dark and Dread Spikes are nice, but... Oh yeah, definitely. Something I think that's that was not... probably more of a focus in, in the latter years. It would um, it'd be like if Blue Mage just cast Nature's Meditation all the time. That'd be the equivalent of like end dark and then having one of the spells. Hey, hey, don't make fun of how my how I play my Blue Mage. Okay? I'm saying you have other spells you cast. It'd just be like instead it'd just be two spells, haste and nature's meditation. It'd be the equivalent of Dark Knight having those two and having nothing else. It'd just feel like the job's missing true. something. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, there there's a running joke in my in my link shell that uh, blue is only for cleaving. Oh boy, that's because your link show sucks. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like also oh, no, the Dark Knight sleep. Based guy. off of uh, this is based off of some of, of, of some idiot another link shell that basically said that in, in the link shell chat is like, wait, what? <laughs> I've seen some dumb shit about um, Blue Mage just in general. Like everyone's moved on from bandwagoning and has their other stuff, and now Blue Mage is like the whipping post of well, you know, it's not that good. You would never. I had the guy that with the are going back to. The uh, there's no reason to own uh, Burt Gang because you can just block with O Chain. <laughs> and, and it's, it's it's like they listened to me and then like failed to see the point. Yeah, that, going back to that guy, what we talked about several oh, episodes no, ago, no. that was the same guy. Like you would never bring Blue Mage to anything any of these fights. It's like uh, yeah, I would and I do and I like yeah. it and it works out very well because Club's really good on it. 
I mean, it's blasphemy to say this like during this episode, but I bring Blue Mage to more Odyssey content, like jail bosses as well as Shoal Sea over Dark Knight, like all the time. Oh yeah, it, it has a distinct advantage in this or because any it heavy, operates without any a subgenre. Yeah, exactly. Or any heavy DD, it, it just fills multiple roles. Even I mean, for the shark, Rue was using the same fucking yeah. club. Maximentus I mean, is it great. gives you a lot of versatility if you actually know what spells you're using and and what their purposes are. Yeah, for sure. But it really just boils down to how you build the party too. Like it, it's safer to bring the blue mage, but it doesn't mean that you can't use the dark knight if you're willing to build around you know its actual uses. Yeah, it's one of those jobs you so, really would not want to have underbuffed. No, I mean it's in a better position than warrior because last resort at least gives you some haste, you know. So, so what is it? So with enfeebling magic, right? So dark knight basically has access to without 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 specifically changing its sub job to poison. Blind, Woo. sleep, and break, right? So, my theory, and before I even state the theory, is. You should have Dark Knight control the ad. It's like, wait, what? Why the fuck doesn't Dark Knight have access to blind? And I've been asking this question for probably the last 10 or 15 years now. Like, why the fuck doesn't it have access to blind? Well, Dark Knight also has access to bind, which is not blind, but bind is actually really important. Um, that one was missed. No, he said it. No, I oh. said bind. Oh, you said bind? Okay. I was just making that sure. That bottom because... shelf eggnog. Yeah, bottom shelf eggnog, man. It really hits you. It hits harder on the podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just... And essentially, my theory for at least the last few years now has been that in the early days, they wanted to differentiate Dark Knight from Red Mage. Just like how Spicy just asked, why doesn't Dark Knight have access to Bio 3? It's like, yeah, God they probably just didn't want to make it seem like a red mage with a big sword. So, and they just decided we're going to stick with that rule. And okay, instead hold of on. giving us blind, they gave us absorb accuracy. Hold on. Take what you just told me about what you just said, and then tell me why scholar exists when black mage exists. <laughs> you know, I, I think that they smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, we're going to make this black mage class, but you know what? Like they're going to be like the stratician and they and they have to use like they have to use books instead of just, you know, pulling out their pulling out their club or their staff. Okay, so what we're cool. going to do, Whoa, what if our black mage was also a white mage? What we're going to do, guys, is we're going to make a merit only ability on a 5-minute timer named Dark Seal, and it's going to enhance the accuracy of their next dark magic spell. Yeah, it enhances the accuracy of your next strain 3. Yes. It also gets used if you cast any spell from any category. <laughs> oh, so it's like burst affinity. Yeah, it's awkward. You have no idea how many times I have just I went okay, dark seal, another void, and then I was about to cast drain three, and then for some reason my finger would slip, and then I did absorb accuracy or something. I'm like, ah, oh. I found that out controlling an ad that was going nuts with uh with break. Like I was about to, I was doing my uh, myself skill chain to get capped, a, uh, capped HP or whatever, and someone was in trouble. So I was like, "Oh, break!" And I cast break, and then I was like, "Where did my, uh, where did my Nether Seal Dark Void go? Dark Seal Nether Void, whatever." So I yeah, got they, they, they just, they totally just didn't even code that right. <laughs> yeah, but you know, balance. <laughs> it just seems weird to me that, you know, Dark Knight's merits are just kind of, kind of odd. At this point, because like they they made desperate Which blows ones? an ability. Well, yeah, but having dark seal but not being able to really take advantage of it because it's like, 
why would you not want desperate blows? Because if you like don't have haste for a second, it's like the best thing in the world. I mean, it just seems unless the page on BG wasn't updated to the actual Dark Knight merits, it still has desperate blows there. When I'm like, I thought that's an ability now, I and mean, it's a trait now. I mean, so. So there's Dark Seal, Diabolic Eye, Muted Soul, and Desperate Blows Effect. So you could effectively, yeah. yeah, you would get from 15, you get to 25% if you max it out 5 out of 5. So why wouldn't you want to cap your JA haste immediately? Exactly. But it just seems, it just seems like yeah. why, like, like, like Dark Seal should be a normal ability for Dark Knight. Because, like, it's just silly. Just the rest of the jobs get their seals normally? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no meriting elemental seal or divine seal or anything like that. Well, back in the day, people actually would put merits into, for whatever reason, diabolic eye muted soul. I don't know why they would. But, I mean, it's kind of nice to have minus 50 enmity, but I mean. <laughs> minus 50 enmity on what? A 1500 enmity ability? <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured it's, well, it's a the duration of Soul Eater, so. Yeah, so, it has to be for the duration. So I'm the sort of person that would actually merit uh, Muted Soul. Maybe not necessarily... Yeah. Maybe not necessarily, you know, Diabolic Eye, because that's kind of small, small boost. But Muted Soul, like, if you can plan t around using Soul Eater so that you know that you're not going to die when you do it, um, having negative 50 enmity just chilling is quite strong, because that's that's a percentage. It's separate from um, gear and merits as well. Yeah, so like you're, you're if you're sitting there chilling at like negative fifty percent, tranquil heart. Yeah, and um, tranquil heart is like the whole reason why I can't sub cool things on Paladin and like on in in, in its analog <laughs> situation, like Dark Knight here. Like if you have um, Soul Leader going and you have like negative enmity as a result, like you could probably get away with a lot of ridiculous things. And like there's a lot of strats nowadays where we have bards singing Adventurer's Dirge in order to keep Enmity off of uh, all the DDs and stuff. So, like, if you can get a, get a situation where maybe you can rely on, like, a quick injection of negative 50% 50, 50 Enmity and not having to use something like that, then, you know, more power to you. I mean, I guess since we're on the sub subject of merits, because I brought it up, I guess we could talk about it for two seconds. Because in Group 2, obviously, we would not take Diabolic Eye over the others because it's 5 accuracy per tier. That's dumb. So that would leave me, without knowing anything about Dark Knight, to say I go 1 out of 5 on Dark Seal, 4 out of 5 on Muted Soul, and 5 out of 5 on Desperate Blows. So the, the problem here, um, and Robin's going to know this too, is that you want to be 5 out of 5 Dark Seal because of um, Duration. how your... Well, you have gear that augments it based on um, the amount of merits that are in it. 10% per tier. Yeah, so you want that to last as long as you can, basically. I want to make it last until the next time. Yeah, you want to okay, be so. able to go uh, drain three to drain three because that's a really long recast. Yeah, so yeah, someone that doesn't that doesn't play it, see, it's it's good. Yeah, yeah, effectively. I mean, even with just let's say five out of five dark seal with the uh, merit enhancing uh, relic augment, and then you, you there, even if you were using the NQ uh, Rotary feet, then you could you get effectively five minutes of drain three and the and then you get your dark seal back so then you can just do it right again with the hq that puts you well over the five minute duration and it just gives you an extra little bit of a well even just a smaller like even a larger window of time just to basically set yourself up in order to do your next drain essentially well unless i explicitly know i'm going to be in a situation where i'm not going to be getting capped haste then i just wouldn't merit desperate blows at all then because you don't need it to cap delay you just need last resort up so it only matters if you don't have 
Or, I mean, there's no reason you don't take off gear haste at this point. Anyway. Maybe, like, one, depending on what you have there. But, like, gear haste isn't that bad so, anymore. Where That's actually a good line of thought. Like, you, you have to really be aware of, like, what kind of haste your party is giving you and where other things that could be more beneficial would lie. Now, it's also easy to argue that you're not going to use Soul Eater most of the time anyway. So, like, the negative 50 enemy won't come into play. And it's pretty dangerous to use. And then, like, you have to look at it also where, like, let's say you, you want to merit 5 out of 5 Dark Seal. Well, why am I meriting 5 out of 5 Dark Seal if I'm fighting Kalunga? Is there a <laughs> world where you're going to try to cast Drain 3 on Kalunga? I mean, like, try a little bit. I believe all the Tier 3s were specifically made so that a Drain doesn't actually work on them. Because, yeah. I've, I, and I've, I've tested this, like, legitimately all, all of the Tier 3s basically just have a resistance to drain so you're pretty much not going to use it there like um i know that on i think it's embos where you would want to actually use nether void and um and absorb attribute absorb attribute yeah, or that's even really absorb vit maybe even <laughs> yeah because then you can dispel them up to three and then gain those three or whatever i figured that i mean you're probably doing a lot of freaking damage is why it's hard but i mean i figured with stalwart soul that you would at least not be taking ridiculous damage from uh from soul later that you can actually take advantage of it oh i have a small anecdote about stalwart soul <laughs> oh yeah and I, I i know you guys don't want to mention this guy's name but oh is it simon again so early 2000 early 2000 early last year right uh, when the A3, when the A3s were released, one of the weapons that was uh, that was that's connected to them is the oh yeah <clears throat> is the Agu Scythe. I was actually looking at the Scythe right now. That's interesting. Um, I actually did the testing for that Scythe because I was curious about it. So, but essentially to just establish a establish a point for context, uh, I had I had seen I had been looking at the A3 gear and I just happened to notice it one day and I went, oh, it has stalwart soul on it. That sounds interesting. Unfortunately, I was saving up for my Morgulai, which I've since purchased, but I basically couldn't spend the money. So I basically went on auction house and asked, like, hey, has anybody bought this item? Uh, does it work? Does it work as it's described? No what are you one talking are you talking about the, the SU five? No, the, the Agu site, I'm sorry. But Agu yeah. sites, yeah, it's not from the auction house though. No, no. Well, he no, he I mean, went on age.com. Oh, oh, dot com. My bad. I thought you were trying to yeah. buy it. You said you were saving it for a no, Morgan no, no, no. I'm like, why are you going man, to auction house? That, that eggnog just hits differently on podcasts. Well, it's this horrible <laughs> Duncan beer, man. But I figured he said, he, he said he's saving up for an SU5, the Morgulai, And then he says that, you know, he went to the, you know, he went to the auction house. And I'm like, wait, you can't get this. So I was, I was not following the same train of thought. Yeah, so basically, I posted on, on on under the dark general on, under the dark night general forum, um, and I asked the question: Has anybody bought this scythe? I'm curious about it. I want to know if it's broken or not. If it functions the way that it basically describes, with the way that it's described, um, nobody had answered initially. And then in walks this guy, and he does an entire wall of text to explain to Buki? me how soul. No, not Buki. Oh. Simon says, oh. <laughs> he makes an entire wall of text to explain to me how Soul Eater works and why it won't do as much damage as a Khaled Bolt, which wasn't my question. Oh, contextless. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. It makes that's... sense. Well, I pointed to the spreadsheets actually because I have a super secret calculation that nobody knows about, and this is not as good. I'm Simon Says. 
I don't want to bring him into this, but it was just so, like, wait a minute. We're not going to make this a secret Simon Says episode, says Spicy, and then Brahms goes, hold my beer. Why can't I escape this? <laughs> I, I I don't know. It's so bad and wrong, and yet I constantly have to fucking deal with it, and I, I don't want to. Like, I really don't. I say we get pitchforks. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I mean, he's on my server. Okay, so, so, Change servers. so there, there's a post, right? A post from some notorious person. That we're not notorious monster. <laughs> Right, so he he mansplained something that you didn't ask. Got it. So so what's going on with uh with Agusite then, man? All right, so cut to basically a month ahead. Um, I basically bought my Morgulai. I had I had a little bit of gill left over. I was basically poor, but I still had gill left over. I went over to the NPC, bought the scythe, and then I basically ran out to um excuse me the Doe Gates. Activated Soul Eater, activated Blood Weapon to basically get an idea of how much damage it was actually going to add to see, because it says Soul Eater damage plus 20, and then it says Stalwart Soul plus 30. Yeah, so those I look figured, like good values, you know. For yeah, they're like on paper, they're like, like, that sounds really good. I'm like, okay. Please be a percentage. Can't... Please be a percentage. I'm like, okay, maybe it cancels each other out. Who knows? Like, I, I, I just wanted to find out. And well, there the is a note in this page. Happened, I think we're getting to it. And the first thing that happens is, I drained one. I drain. So excuse me. Set it up. Set it up. So I bursted for max HP. So I have 10k HP, and then I start swinging. It does 3k damage, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I'm draining 2500 back, and I'm like, that doesn't. That those numbers don't add up. That something's not right here. So I basically waited out my, my, my one hour. Came back 45 minutes later. Repeated the same test again. And the same thing happened. I was like, okay, this is uh, this is broken. And I posted this on, on Auction House. And this same person came back. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're fucking kidding me. So I, actually... I so, I made the, so I made the post there. And then I basically... And I was mad enough that I actually made a post on the official forum and made a bug report. Lo and behold, they actually read it and actually fixed it. Which is how it got fixed in the first place. Yeah, it says that so it, it, it says in from... the July twenty twenty one version there was a note that Stalwart Soul on the site was not functioning properly and it was draining twenty four percent HP per swing. Yep, twenty four percent per swing. And then it dropped down to six percent. <laughs> so they got it completely backwards, is what they did. So does uh does the scythe actually stack with anything else though? Um, because I know there's issues with the with soul eater and like it's stacking, right? No, it, it doesn't stack with anything else. Like if uh, it basically it's basically a case of whatever is the most powerful uh soul eater plus item you have on, it basically replaces it. So even That's if dumb. you put on your relic, so it's item, like a it's like a safer dacnomania then. Yeah, it's it's a slightly safer dacnomania. Mm-hmm. Okay, dacnomania that makes sense. Plus one, yeah. So it's just those that don't know Dacnomania is Dacnomania is the the Warder of Courage site that nobody uses anymore. So I mean, unless you're explicitly trying to get less enmity by using Muted Soul, there'd be no reason to use this even over you know uh, the Anguda. I personally don't see a reason that. I mean, it's an extra twenty percent attack. There's a lot of stuff that I can speculate that just belongs in like magical Christmas land. Like, yeah, sure, I can come up with some (laughs) magical Christmas land. So Simon says land. Yeah, basically. Except you know, I'll give you context. So the um, so like I can come up with a strat that revolves around like controlling your enmity using Soul Eater, something absolutely crazy like that, right? 
but it's so sword incredibly play. niche. Yeah, it, it's so incredibly yeah, it's sword play stuff that I I actually do more often than I'd like to admit. Um, so it, it's so incredibly niche that like you can't expect people to pull it out as like a normal tool in their toolkit. Like you you'd have to build around it, and you have to go in like thinking, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna do it this way because I'm dumb. And like this is the best case scenario, and it's just not something that that really ends up being feasible at the end of the day. That's sad. Yeah, I I used to use Soul Leader all the time on Dark Knight. Like I gave no fucks. I mean, even with Regen, you'd be ability. you'd be killing yourself yeah. too fast to to even. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dread Dread Spikes helps. You know, having a huge HP pool helps. It still seems a little broken that it shouldn't do that. Like it should have another tier that's like. In level ninety is five percent HP a hit. There'd be like a level ninety nine tier or something where it's two and a half HP percentage per hit. That seems a little more reasonable. I think they honestly should have changed it around so that instead of it being just a five percent cut, it should have just been fifty percent off of whatever you drain. Essentially, I would have liked um, additional things tacked onto it, like adding like an ac- a large accuracy bonus, like plus one hundred accuracy or something. Yeah. Um, that way you're doing more damage and it's more accurate, but it's kind of justifying how much HP you're expending when you do it. I, I think I think that's kind of I think I think that kind of solves like some problems that I personally have when trying to work a Dark Knight new strat. So for someone who's new to Dark Knight, would you advise them to stay away from Solator? No, I wouldn't actually. I'd actually do tell we? them to use it. <laughs> I mean, you really do need to at least have that experience of of knowing just like how much enmity it genuinely generates and just being you know actually having the mob fight you and turn around from the tank because you know you're 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 basically generating enemy enmity excuse me uh per second so <laughs> it's it's quite a bit when your average damage raises that much yes assuming you need oh no it's damage boost isn't it? it's not even attack boost yeah it's it's straight to damage it's based on like how much gets yeah, absorbed it's a straight, it's a and it's augmented conversion. by yeah so like basically it, it makes the ratio more favorable the more stalwart soul you have so that way start Solar Soul isn't actively nerfing your your soul eater damage. Level sixty, which we might get with mastery level, will be seven percent. Yeah, said eight and a half. Heck yeah, man! But yeah, the um, I I think the the tier two merit abilities on Dark Knight do need to be reevaluated though, because even like I've been saying like several times about like the nicheness of how you could apply them. If they're all niche, then it there's like nothing you can really set except for like five out of five Dark Seal being like the highest potential upside, like. You know, if you don't need the haste, then the last resort thing isn't doing anything for you. So, like, it's it's literally nothing at that point. And um, then, and you, like, if you don't need Soul Eater and you don't need the the what plus forty accuracy from plus fifty accuracy from Diabolic Eye, like, it's just really lackluster is all. And I I think revisiting that and like giving us like better abilities, like Scarlet Delirium, or enhancing it a bit more. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that ability is about. Yeah, most people don't actually. It's just don't it's like boost. Talk bad about it's that. It's a damage based boost. I love it. Look, that ability is sick, right? It's just you have to use it properly to like and time it because if you have too, an auto attack, it'll take it away, right? Yeah, most of the people on the auction house Dark Knight forums are too afraid to use it. Apparently, I'm surprised those clowns haven't set up a React that uses it. You would think. I mean, you would I think. Was, I mean. Well, I'm I'm supposed to be supposed to be working on the uh, Dark Knight community for on the Dark Knight community guide, but Woo! yeah. So there is essentially a uh, no safe word set for uh, Scarlet Delirium. No safe word. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Where essentially you can stack about I'd say plus seventy, probably plus eighty percent damage. 
But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the other use of the Rotri gear. What the fuck is SE smoking with the job point category for Scarlet Delirium? Increases duration by one second. It's a one. It's the next hit. Why? Why is it need oh, more duration? It's the duration of the ability. No, 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 Yeah, so it's like it's like a two, think of it as like a two stage ability. Like you activate it right, and it has like it, it'll either wear off or you'll get hit. And then once you get hit, it's that 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 damage boost is on you for your attacks for a certain amount of time. I thought it was that and, says the next hit. Yeah, it's real ambiguous, but basically it just lasts longer. Like yeah, like the buff itself lasts longer. Okay, that's yeah. really weird because I figured it was like boost when I was saying before, old school boost, but the next hit and, it goes away. So And mis- misunderstanding oh, it oh. is probably the reason most people don't well, use it. Well, the text makes you misunderstand it. Yeah, yeah. so here's the and thing. And even the page on BG doesn't establish that. So here's the thing. Scarlet Delirium is, isn't a damage boost. It's a damage multiplier. So it's an so it doesn't actually raise your attack at all. Your attack stays the same. But essentially, based on how much damage you take, up to 99% of your HP, it basically halves that and then basically multiplies whatever damage you do, regardless of how much attack you have, by that value. Yeah. So effectively, if you were to, so let's say, take a Throat Stab ability and take 99% of your HP with Scarlet Delirium, the first stage active, you're basically getting a 50% uh, damage multiplier to any attack you do. It sounds like Dark Knight is in a position where it could really do absolute ridiculous damage, but it would take the right environment and, the more importantly, the right player to be paying attention to Scarlet Delirium and, and Soul Eater and stuff like that. Because with the, mm-hmm. the Soul Eater and Delirium mm-hmm. stack together, like to have two separate multipliers and have like asinine damage, or uh, yeah, even even like a thirty percent bonus is good. Like that ability and like planning for that is really good friends with Skurzo. Uh, so like, let's say you take like all but like forty percent of your health or whatever. Like saying there's there's Skurzo is really good. Like that's still like thirty percent at that rate, and that's still really strong. Like you don't always have to go for like full gusto. Oh, I see. I read the the text here wrong too. It's uh. By the next attack you take, but for a duration of ninety seconds. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm gonna clear that text up on the wiki so it's a little more. You don't need parentheses into that because that's that's and, and silly. like two minutes is a long time. Like once once you get that that boost, like that's that, so, that's a pretty substantial gain. Yeah. So anecdote number two. <laughs> so, uh, while I this this is kind of a weird flex, but uh I was the second person across all servers to get a crepuscular scythe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so basically, funny enough, the first person who got it, everyone asked them, Well, does it work? Does it work? Does it work? Like like how does it work? So the guy basically I don't even remember the guy's name, but basically he posted before me. So I'm basically number two. Um <clears throat> and he just says, okay, I'll come back tomorrow and, and tell you all the results. He comes back the next day, and he just makes a simple post and says, it works. <laughs> wow. Excellent. That's, that's, that's exactly good. what I expected at a fucking auction house. <laughs> so that pretty much leaves it on my, soul, it on my shoulders to, to uh, test it out, which is how, I, just how the information on it came out. Um, so I basically did the testing to see, okay, well, does it? Well, does it stack with the Empyrean armor for Dark Knight? Yes, it does. Okay. How much yeah. does it do by itself? Okay, it, can, it, it came out to so-and-so percentage. How much does it work? How much does it do with the Empyrean armor? I, did, I figured that out. Does it break the HP cap? It does. 
and like, okay, I'm, I'm posting all my results on basically on, on the forum basically. Cause I wasn't, I don't think I was doing the wiki editing for it. Well, it's got it here. Added, so yeah, Funk added that information. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So basically I, I wrote all that out and I think one of my final tests, <laughs> one of my final tests was basically just, uh, was the HP cap, um, was the HP cap testing that I did because you can effectively burst from maximum HP. And then if you use an HP percentage, if you use an HP percentage food, that allows you to go past, not go past four nines. So you effectively go to 10,000 yep. and dark Knight being one of the few jobs that can actually do this. I think monk can technically, but I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> So effectively, I was just checking to see whether or not the Dread Spikes could break the HP cap, which it does. And so I think I posted the set that I was using at the time. And, you know, this certain person came in. Uh, and... This fucking clown. <laughs> Why does this seem like war needs to be waged on like multiple fronts? Yeah, this fucking like, douche canoe, this, this clown ball. everywhere. You know, he's just... Yeah. You know, oh my god. Forget Marseilles, the clown boner is Simon. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. He's like, wait a minute, your set is inefficient. I'm like Your set is inefficient. Actually, that's not what's being tested here, dude. I'm like, this is a, my test set. Like, why why do you care whether it's efficient or not? <laughs> okay. So it was five. So one thing that's or... missing off the BG page for efficiency's sake is how long the non-elemental enhancement works because it's got a 10 minute recast but how long does it last to the last 10 minutes i didn't actually ever check that wow because that would be one of the reasons you want to use it yeah that's actually kind of an important detail sometimes yes uh, non-elemental damage because uh, equip it and i'll tell you right now okay um there's a lot of um for science there's a lot of issues with like breath damage on like the more recent NMs and stuff. Like if you're looking at like formless strikes and, and the like, and um, like if this just chalks up to even more breath damage, then it's like fairly useless against most content uses enchantment. Uh, for most, but there's been some content where they take a bonus to breath damage that it's we don't really minute. know about. It's one minute. <laughs> it's one minute. Didn't the original Twilight site <laughs> fucking work for all damage? I don't know, man. I have a Twilight Side somewhere. Hold on, I'm pulling up the wiki here. I know they made a charge on it. Yeah, it's... it's That's unfortunate. Uh, the enhancement turns auto-attacks into... The, yeah, uh, we know that, but originally when the weapon was didn't have a charge, wasn't it all hits were not elemental? Like uh, like that one great katana people were using for... Yeah, I think oh, it was really? supposed to be exactly yeah. like the... Um... And they would use it in Delve. So why the fuck would they make it not every... Oh, Jesus, fuck SE. Why do you do this shit? It's like the one unique thing about it. And you go and fuck it up. I mean, it's mostly just like an extra medium scythe. Otherwise, because yeah. like it has it has a pretty good attack delay ratio for a scythe. Um, like it gives you a nice hit build at five thirteen. Like three sixty damage is pretty normal for a scythe. Like it does a lot of like really normal things, and then it has like dread spikes, which is neat. And I'm not even gonna look at this death thing because like the additional effect death is always underwhelming. It's the same proc it. of Zensetsuken yeah. the sword, I believe, which is. I think maybe if I'm lucky, I might get one mob or run it, honestly. Yeah. yeah, essentially, the conversation derailed into uh, what's the best uh, It always slot. happens. What's Any the time, best in slot? Uh... <laughs> anytime Bird Brain sticks his beak into something, it fucking goes off the rails. So let's move on to the next part of Dark Knight, since I've 
thoroughly derailed us because I've never played Dark Knight and I, I you know, know enough about it, but I never like examine the abilities or you know, try to learn more about it, which would obviously be very beneficial for, you know, seeing if your Dark Knight sucks or not. <laughs> I feel you. Like I, I've played a lot of Dark Knight, but the um, I usually let other people go as DDs, so I don't normally do DD stuff unless I. And then Felgar goes on DD, like need RP or something. Well, I'll put it this way: like usually the people I've assigned to DDs either do a very good job at being a DD, or there's the least moving parts in the equation for what they need to be doing for the content. It's like the easiest role is usually what I assign them to. So if you happen to be a DD in the run, that's probably why. No offense, Norcris, because he's an excellent warrior. Hmm. So moving down to essentially the next point, um, roles Dark fills in roles Dark Knight fills in, in Final Fantasy. So Dark Knight is primarily a damage dealing class, no duh, but in more common MMO vernacular, it's a DPS. Within the scope of Final Fantasy, Dark Knight is a heavy DD because of its heavy because of its use of heavy armor and its primary weapons being two-handed great swords and scythes. They seem like they'd be heavy if you held them in your hands. <laughs> Hans. Hans the Dark Knight. You're, you're Hans Gruber. Heidi ho, we're going to play Dark Knight, everybody. Alright, do you have a recola? I'm going to take swing at you like I'm going into Poland. Bring Why does my it sound, tasty friend. It sounds fucking like Swedish now. The Dark Knight suddenly turned Swedish. I don't know. I'm going to I go mean, over to sweating. Poland from Gotland. Yeah. Yeah. It's just over the Baltic. Okay, go on. The Swedish, so Swedish Dark Knight goes Bork Bork. <laughs> so okay. it fills other roles in, a, in an auxiliary fashion. Um, it plays as an off tank um, via the abilities such as you know Drain 3 and Dread Spikes. It can, with some finagling, you can actually turn it into a main tank. Fox had amused um, about <clears> that before. I mean, it has extraordinarily great you know solo solo abilities especially with with an apocalypse because you're basically immortal but unless of course you're fighting undead but that's a whole nother story is it you get uh, access yeah, to club the undead is a huge achilles heel you do get access to club but i've always found like the clubbing to be very underwhelming because you don't have the tp bonus stuff and those weapon skills really need tp bonus to shine i mean but in that case, you could actually sub warrior and not have to, you know, be married to the, the, the sub Sam. I mean, it's that's true. what I do for Omen runs. Uh, not Omen runs, fucking Omen uh, Odyssey. I sub it on Dark on Dragoon. You can't full time last resort though. So for people listening, like it's not like secret tech or anything to sub warrior. It's just it's something you can do if you can anticipate being able to handle the fact that you're not going to have JA haste cap um, like the full time. Like you can have it up most of the time. Like last resort. Like once it's all kitted out and everything lasts a very long time, like it's almost up a hundred percent of the time. It's it's like down like for less than a minute, but it's still less than a minute that you'll 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 have a noticeable DPS decrease. Well, hold on, I'm thinking here. Mm-hmm. Because maybe you don't sub warrior. Maybe the the times that I typically sub warrior, and this this might be jump into like weapon selection or something, but um, I'll do it when I'm using like an APOC. Because that at least helps. Because you'll have the uh, you'll have the JA haste from the APOC. It won't cap you or anything, but it gets you closer to where you need to be. So, and it's nice when paired with dancer. Possible. You don't get that's unfortunate. I was hoping that Dark Knight would have been on any of the axe, sword, you know, any of those one-handed magic and TP bonus weapons. To be like, maybe you just sub ninja 
for Odyssey runs and club <laughs> the fuck out of things. No, I looked. They, they can't. They can't give you nice things. No, they no, can't. Man. And the martial analyze, I'm sure, being an old weapon, only applies to that weapon. Yeah, I've never looked at the martial analyze. Honestly, the, I don't know. There's martial axe as well. I think the martial weapons only apply to the weapon themselves. I'm ninety percent sure that's the case. Some fortune. Yep, and only it's like on BG. Thankfully, the TV bonus is only granted if one in the main hand. Sweet, that's one less testing I have to do. Woo! Seems good. So, um, Dark Knight has access to Enfeebling Spells, which we kind of already covered earlier. Um, but it has, and again, it is, it is a limited pool of, of spells, but if you technically are willing to actually use other weapons such as Great Axe, you can extend your, your Enfeebling capabilities by using Breaks. Such as armor break or yeah. full break, or and you should break. because it's important. And like Kurgos is just good in general. Not to mention that uh, both. Well, I shouldn't even say both, but Scythe has a couple of uh, good enfeebling effects that people have kind of forgotten exist. Attack down, such as attack down through Infernal Scythe, and that's because they know, only use guillotine. Calibre. Still can actually silence stuff pretty well actually yeah my uh, my guillotine set is actually uh, all like magic accuracy and accuracy like i don't try to use it for damage at all it's just there to land silence i just go i i am fully committed to like accuracy and magic accuracy only because if i use that weapon skill there's like a damn good reason i'm using it Mm-hmm. yeah it's got really shitty ftp yeah great for once upon a time but yeah it's not great now but yeah. the options that you can use four hit no crit or anything else like that, which would make it a little interesting if it did have it. FTP of 0. 0.875. And a mind modifier of 50%. Oh, that's... And skill chain properties, ass. 30% 30, 30 strength and 50 mind. Although induration is not common of a property. It could be used to open up level 1 to 2 for... Uh, what is it? Distortion? Yes, distortion. If you I need to pair it with reverberation. If I remember correctly... No, it's I fragmentation actually... to reverberation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fragmentation, you're right. Yep. Yeah, because if you go... Yeah, the, the, reverb, the other right. way is reverb. Yeah, yeah. you, you can, can make basically reverb, do a four-step light going from entropy to guillotine back to entropy, and that gives you fragmentation, and then you close out with insurgency in order to create light. Probably an anguda sort of thing. It sounds like it's like an underwhelming dancing edge. Um, it's actually not bad. I mean, by the time you get to the fourth step, it, it actually pumps it up, but... Again, you would be, yes, you would be using Ankuda to do that. Well, it's got like that weird 50% modifier, doesn't fit the job, charisma, mine, and it's got the low FTP that replicates, and it's just like, seems like, it's like a dancing edge, but stronger because it's a stronger weapon. Yeah, better base damage. I'm really good at derailing everything tonight. Yeah, but I mean, it's interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, most of the time people won't even look at these weapon skills. Like, they, they don't cleave the tours, and they don't, you know. Cleave the tours. Start with catastrophe. Open the tours of your so, mind. Yeah, yeah. If you don't tour cleaver or catastrophe, like the Dark Knight has, like no interest in using it nowadays. Come on, come on, come on now, spam tour cleaver, baby. Can't you see that I don't know how to skill chain? <laughs> well, great swords, great sword skill chain properties are just ass to begin with. I even put that in the guide today for thief. I go unlike. Oh. I go. You have to make up for your lack of damage by using. Great, you know, I said it's no accident that daggers have low damage but great skill chain properties because that's how you make up for the fact. And uh, it's, it's unlike great story, which skill chains like ass I put. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. Like Scythe has great skill chain it properties, does. but the uh, the great sword is just really holding it back. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan. 
It's actually one of the main reasons I moved away from uh, Greatsword DDs. It's just very linear. And it's like, you know, it's like Savage Blade Spam. But at least Savage Blade Spam sometimes is more useful than, frankly, what you get out of Dark Knight. But on the flip side, um, Dark Knight's uh, specific, well, unique dark magic line of spells, um, usually more specifically the absorbable line of spells can technically be used as, as enfeebles as well. So you have all the absorb stats, you know, strength, dex, vitality, mind, etc. And then you have absorb accuracy, absorb TP, which can be useful. Um, I don't use it nearly as much as I used to back in 75 caplets, let's just say. Uh, I said absorb accuracy, which is obviously SC's attempt at uh, giving Dark Knight blind. Why the fuck does Dark Knight have blind? <laughs> it stacks with it. <laughs> But absorb accuracy, absorb TP, absorb attribute, which, frankly, I don't think a lot of people ever actually use. Puppet, Puppet uses it more than Dark Knight, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, absorb, and if I may take a second, uh, absorb attribute is essentially like Aura Steel. It doesn't absorb at nearly as many stats as Aura Steel does, but it does come in handy sometimes when a mob puts up Berserk or War Crier puts up a like a, a special defense bonus that, that you can basically steal away and just kind of just ride on that for, for, for about a minute or, or two. I like how uh, the BG... like Endo steals it from you. I like how the BG page yeah. does not include how much accuracy is taken with those rub accuracy. Uh, I think that was pretty easy to find out. I think that was lost when they merged the page with the scroll page. It'd be really easy to find out. Just check Bram. I had checked Bram on a level zero. And then I check Bram on like higher level stuff to see like what the resistances look like. I imagine that the resistance doesn't affect potency and that it just affects duration, but who knows? I could be very wrong because I just don't know. But that'd be I my guess. I don't believe it affects the potency. I think it just affects the duration. I, yeah, I would make sure though. Um, like, let's see, because the absorb page, the absorb page on BG covers it actually. It just should be on that oh. page. But it says uh, three plus your job level divided by five is the base. And then there's equipment bonuses, Liberator, Nether Void, all different multiplication factors. Yeah, I actually like a lot of these absorb like lines of spells cast from non-Dark Knight jobs. Like uh, any of your mages that have innate Dark Magic skill, like they can also use it too. And they're very accurate, aren't they? Yeah, it, it's actually it's actually real decent, and it's just like a free buff because most of the time, like if you look at like a Black Mage, for example, or or even a Scholar, like how often are you really using that, that sub job? like for what it's supposed to do like scholar for example you don't need the fast cast it's very easy to to cap fast cast elsewhere so like yeah you'd be giving up some red mage and feebles that like a red mage in your party is probably just doing anyway but if you look at a job like dark knight like or not dark knight but black mage like let's say black mage is subbing scholar like it's supposed to like you aren't really gaining that much aside from uh you know the the arts benefit by subbing scholar I mean, I guess there's some manifestation tricks you can do to get like extra sleep katoos or extra breakas, but if you like sub Dark Knight or something, you at least get to stack like more of the different um, stat down effects. And if you stack enough of them together, it could be very meaningful along with uh, along with impact. So you just never know like what you could probably accomplish. I think I mentioned something like this about regarding Black Mage before, but uh, I, I I don't think it's like. Dark Knight only should be observing the fact that they have access to these things. Although I don't, I would like to see them used more often because they are pretty useful. Um, but like other jobs can also fill that role and can also benefit from Dark Knight as well. I feel like absorb. 
I feel like absorb accuracy would come most in handy if you're evading something on Thief. Because there is a reason to sub Dark Knight on Thief, so. I can see it, yeah. But I mean, you'd have to be able to land it, though. And mm, having yeah. like, sub job level skill is kind of awkward. Yeah, I mean, magic accuracy might help, but I doubt it. If you could, it'd be 10, 10, uh, 10 evasion you'd gain. Like, a lot of people have moved away from Red Mage Sub Dark because Red Mage Sub Black Mage has access to stun, like if you're doing stun cheese. It also has, like, Elemental Seal. But, like, even Red Mage um, would be able to take advantage of some of those um, some of those uh, spells. Because if you get, like, Absorb TP from your sub, like, Red Mage can chain spell Absorb TP for one of uh, Spicy's favorite strats. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's, like, other ways that you could apply this stuff, too. Like, obviously, we want to focus on Dark Knight, what Dark Knight can bring to the party. But, like, sometimes it overshadows, like, what other jobs can benefit from the job, too. I'm glad that you made it my favorite strat, my least favorite strat in the game. <laughs> You're always complaining. How about, about we avoid everything? <laughs> if we just, if we prevent it from doing stuff in a way SC clearly never would have intended us to do, otherwise we would just, nothing would have TP moves, then, you know, we could just beat everything. I love to see how people are doing MBOs. I mean, that's, isn't that why uh, Utsusemi was basically changed <laughs> in the early days? And you can see yeah. Utsusemi stops a lot less now than it did at 75 by comparison. A lot no, of freaking... I, do some, I do some pretty broken stuff on Ninja. Yeah, but it's going to get more shadows now. But back at 75, everyone was subbing Ninja, but you didn't have stuff like whales, iron giants, every mob, that harpies, everything that attacks with a job ability like clear shadows. <laughs> TP moves just ignore it or remove them, all that shit. It's true. There is a lot that just wipes it out. Yeah, not that it existed so. comparatively by 75, which is part of why it was awesome. So normal cast of absorb accuracy was 27. <laughs> and then with Dark Seal and Nether Void, it, it went up to 60. And then times another 1.5. Why? Do the math. Would be 90 if you use Liberator. Oh, oh I see. Liberator, Liberator. Yeah, I really wish that that, that that effect wasn't on Liberator. I honestly wish it wasn't. I think Dark Knight could wish that it was on a piece of gear that wasn't level 93, so you actually had a different piece of gear that it would help with. Freaking power gauntlets? Why? I'm sure the page on BG lacking it is incomplete, because we don't care about those, you know, every single piece of Absorb being added every update. It just kind of gets left by the wayside, because why wouldn't you just use Auction House? But doesn't look like there's a great deal of things you can use to enhance absorb spells, which seems disappointing, knowing that Dark Knight is based around absorb spells. Yeah, when you can see like a huge chunk of its spell list all starts with ABS. Like you can make certain assumptions about what you're supposed to do on the job. I don't understand why. It's supposed to cast these spells. It's like it's not just Black Mage that's been lacked, it's anything magic based in this game. SE is like completely forgotten about. Yeah. Because like they keep to be adding honest, gear for everything else, but you have to add gear for the magic too. Otherwise, why? To, to be honest, the 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 absorb int I think is probably the most meaningful out of all of them, especially with like how much math for I've black done surrounding mage? elemental magic. Not just black mage, like scholar as well, um, red mage. Like um, it, it pulls double duty. Like so, when you duty. do absorb int like that, duty. Um, it's a debuff that lowers their int, which is important. Like even if it's by a small amount, um, it actually uh, will raise your magic accuracy as well as your base damage on your spell and up until it becomes capped for dint. So, which is your in comparison with the mob. Uh, so because it like affects two things, it's like one of the heavier ones, along with absorb strength. Because absorb strength, of course, is going to raise not only your f strength by comparison to the mob's bit, but it's also going to raise um, your uh, your weapon skill calculation factor that's in your uh, your damage formula. 
uh, for the strength weapon skills anyway. So like the the ones that pull double, double duty are sweet, but like absorb charisma. Like I don't think you'll ever cast that when you're not memeing, and even absorb dex is kind of awkward. I mean, maybe it's one percent extra de- uh, attack for for your nagling. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like it's an extra stat buff. Um, like it, it, it's 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 part of like a bunch of things that can add up. But like casting absorb strength on its own, you probably won't notice outside of like a very a very large like parse data um, over a, a great period of time. But like all of these like optimizations should be added together, and you might be able to get something cool out of it. So like don't forget it's there. But I mean, it's not something you should ever hinge a run on. Yeah, it looks but like I would say absorbance. The only important. options Dark Knight has for increasing potency is Liberator, level ninety three Paver Gauntlets, uh, the Chaparosa Mantle, which is, yeah, is ninety seven, yeah. which yeah. is the best piece, and the Era Pendant, which is five percent, and that is it. Everything else is duration, mm-hmm. and for something that starts off with a base of like twenty two or some nonsense, it's really weak in nowadays games to get twenty two accuracy. When you you know, I understand that if you got like a hundred accuracy, but so there's subject to resist. You got to stop to cast it, and it's you know, it's not a lot of mobs do resist darkness. At least fifty percent of these NMs are like guaranteed resist, so it's not like it's a broken item. Yeah. Then again, thief abilities they need to be fixed too. <laughs> a lot of things need to be need to be fixed. Speaking of Simon, yeah, uh, for a little bit of lightness and parody, I, I wanted to cover. Uh, iterations of the job across the franchise and in adjacent fantasy and RP uh, genres. Where it comes from. What it's built out of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. So, uh, starting with the Final Fantasy franchise, you know, all the numbered ones at least, um, Dark Knight has had several appearances and references throughout throughout Final Fantasy, um, whether in the form of various chari- various characters, both playable and non-playable, or as a selectable job of class. Um, the first appearance of the job in Final Fantasy was in Final Fantasy II with the character Leon, who was the right-hand soldier of the Emperor. Spoiler alert, he kills the Emperor and becomes the last boss of the game. Dude, I haven't beaten it yet. I, you know... <laughs> Spoilers <laughs> for a 30-year-old game. I'm never going to play it, so it's... You know, 40-year-old it's game at this point. Yeah. I'll sooner beat Deus Ex than, than freaking Final Fantasy II. The next iteration would be in Final Fantasy IV with the protagonist Cecil, who admittedly the cam whore. Come. I mean <laughs> Cecil, Cecil, depending on how you want to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would make sense. That would be a Dark Knight. <laughs> Final Fantasy IV also has also makes various references to Dark Knights within the antagonistic uh, kingdom of Baron within their army. Um, these named troops go through intense training, quote-unquote, in order to pick up and attain the Sword of Darkness. In other words, to master the actual job of Dark Knight. Those not strong enough simply lose their minds to madness due to the darkness they wield in order to crush enemy combatants. That explains most of the Dark Knights in our game. <laughs> yep. Uh, next scene in uh, Final Fantasy X-2. Quite a jump. Very long time ago in his rebranded job class system called Wardrobes. Oh yeah, that's the game full of awkward cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. And then moving along, Dark Knight was introduced in Final Fantasy XIV in its 2015 expansion, Heaven's Ward. Here the job is tweaked and changed to be a hybrid tank class over a, strength da- over a straight damage dealer. Yeah, so it's definitely not, uh, not unique. 
unique to this particular game. And in this game, it it it, it plays it pretty close to the chest how it existed in, uh, I, I guess, in Final Fantasy IV. You know, I don't know. Final Fantasy IV, I don't think he got access to any black magic, so that's that's actually not even accurate. Yeah, but, four, uh, they just gave you ability called uh, called darkness, and you basically met, you did magic through that, but it wasn't any of these standard spells, essentially. Yeah, like in the in the JP version, darkness it was the actual original ability that was like Soul Eater, where it did damage to you and did damage to all of the opponents. Instead, it was actually pretty sweet. And then in like the the NA version or, or the English version when it eventually got released, like they thought that we weren't as good at gaming, so we couldn't handle the the downside of darkness. So it ended up just being an <laughs> AOE damage without doing damage to the darkness. So the Americans, yeah, we get the uh, the tame version, not the edgy, the edgy Dark Knight version. But pivoting over to uh, fantasy and role play, uh, Dark Knight. <laughs> I heard they covered the Dark Knight named Cecil. I feel like fantasy and roleplay needs to be like a new um, a new segment of this show. Where Spicy <laughs> and I really, really get in touch with our, our weirder sides. I can get Carrot to come in here on my chest or something, but... <laughs> so what's going on with the fantasy RP, man? So the Is there most only pans in this one? Or only flans? Only flans. Um, the most prominent example I tend to lean towards is that of the Black Knight from Magic the Gathering. Oh, I'm glad it wasn't that bad movie with Martin Lawrence. <laughs> no, no, no. Fucking terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm not making no, no bad movie references like, like Zahn. Oh. Robo Zahn loves his Martin Lawrence films. <laughs> so why, why, why the Black Knight uh, card in particular uh, for Magic? Some some of our listeners may know what that card is. I I do because I, I do not. I was almost so, a pro at this game. That game came out a real so, long time ago. There is flavor text attached to the, to the card, and it reads as following: Battle doesn't need a purpose. The battle is its own purpose. You don't ask why a plague spreads or a field burns. Don't ask why I fight. Why does that sound like a Zed thing? Why does that sound like something I would say? The battle is its <laughs> right. own reward. It's like, oh yeah, someone understands. Uh, actually. Actually, um, for people who do play Magic, just as a quick aside, um, the the playing the black color in that game, um, typically you use life as a resource, just like Dark Knight does, um, to kind of get ahead. And it's also it's like kind of like a double edged sword. So um, there's a lot of like similarities just from that part of the color pie in that game uh, to this job in particular. Why does it gotta be black? I know uh, it just happens to be, man. Always playing the black card. I don't ask why why a plague spreads or, or <laughs> burns. <laughs> just do. This has so, been a good rabbit hole. I would mention D and D, but given my unfamiliarity with the tried and true tabletop game, and out of an abundance of caution to avoid the actually, actually, I'll leave that one open ended. Actually, and your I'm analogy not. is very inefficient. I'm one of those nerds. What the hell? <laughs> uh, Fox, would you care to enlighten us as to the DRK in the D and D? No, I don't fucking know. Oh, you fucking loser. I thought you were a nerd. I'm one of those actually nerds, though. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, I misunderstood. I thought you were saying you played tabletop. Oh, man. Oh, I do, I do. I only play, like, sorcerers and stuff, though. I don't know what that is. I, I Exactly. I'm just a cat dad. That's a class. I'm a cat dad who has no good crypto. And there is also the writing trope of the Blood Knight. 
And for those who don't know what a trope is, a trope is a writing device used in media, whether in a book, a television show, a movie, or even a video game to describe a situation or even a character archetype. I thought it was just something that comes once a month. Mm. No, that's bloodstained. No, I thought it was a, a blood trope, but you know. Oh, I don't right, know. Just cared about it. <laughs> Can have her come out here and rub my chest. <laughs> that's good. Oh. Yeah, uh, blood. A blood knight could essentially be looked at as a character who is battle crazed and is just out to have a fight with whoever they can and just enjoys just enjoys the mayhem. Would you like to suck my cock berserker? Jeez. My love for you is like a blood knight berserker. I wish I knew what that was. Oh my god. It's a, it's a piece of art is what it is. It's something that you find only outside Quick Checks in New Jersey. Ugh. <sighs> so, real-life references. Uh, Just made one. The real-life <laughs> references can be traced back to as far as medieval Europe with knights who literally painted their armor black. Uh, various theories have been made for black-painted armor, uh, go- ranging from the knight just covering their coat of arms in order to hide what lord or king they swore fealty to. Uh, not having a master or lord in order to serve and being a sword for hire, or even keeping their armor from rusting, seeing as actual swords and armor were expensive and a wandering knight may not have a vassal to to keep their gear for them. I figured it was just like a Mel Gibson thing in Braveheart, you know, it's covering all that mud. The Scotland? Actually. That's The (laughs) slave, the prisoner wishes to speak? Actually, your set's inefficient. It's not freedom. <laughs> you can take our sets, but you can never take our freedom. This has been Simon said. <laughs> so bad. Uh, can we get off very this? Very rarely, very rarely have I ever cringed so much during the podcast. <laughs> it's the darkest of the cringes. Is that a record? It is. <laughs> It is the darkest of the podcast. I am in rare cringe form tonight, Fox. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Berserker. I'm certain that I'll get blamed for this somehow, too. That's the best part. Well, no matter what. I wouldn't want to manipulate you guys into continuing to meme like this. but No matter what, you're still not Felgar. So let's get past the fantasy Cecile RPing blood tropes and, and, and all that stuff and go back to let me let me click the next tab here what page one two five what are we on let's see uh something cut off again i would mention D. okay real life references okay and we are now on a history of dark knight within ffxi a short history of dark within ffxi <clears throat> so since the early days of final fantasy dark knight has been advertised as a powerful knight class that also utilizes darkness aligned arts and spells opposite of paladin uh, my primary focus, at least for this section, is for the physical his- history of the job. <sighs> at the top, I put ye olden days, because, you know, it's it's been 20 years, a long time ago. There better be some people, jokes about missing in here. People still talk about them, despite how long ago it was. Oh, hat dark night! Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> the even big in o. the 75 cap days of of Final Fantasy XI, uh, Dark Knight boasted the highest physical attack bonus trait in the game. Still does. <clears throat> At the time, it was tier 4 for a total of a whopping 48 attack. That was a bigger deal back then than now. That was almost 5 hobs. <laughs> Just saying. 5 hobs? Well, what about plus Imagine 1? Imagine 
Oh, dude, it'd only be four ops in that situation. Well, yeah, then, then that means your set's inefficient. Yeah, are you just like made of money though? Like that that could have cost you like two million gil. <laughs> two million. My dust gloves, they're in queue. Or seven. Whatever. Sadly, due to the extremely high delay of scythes and great swords, in combination with a lack of sources to gain accuracy, this would lead to the stigma of darks having an accuracy penalty or a negative accuracy. <laughs> negative <bonus>. accuracy bonus. <laughs> <laughs> That's like our whole podcast. That's a negative accuracy bonus. Right. So the first big two-handed DD adjustment came during the TOAU period of the 75 cap era, where the strength and dexterity formulas were changed from one dexterity and one dexterity, one strength and one dexterity equaling 0.5 attack and accuracy. So half rate to a whole rate it got bumped up to temporarily. The original update was changed from half to being a one-to-one ratio. Leading to DDs do it going from doing two to three thousand damage weapon skills to ten thousand damage weapon skills. It was a crazy and time. <laughs> it was a great time. I remember that because the first thing was every paladin was like, I can't hold hate now. <laughs> Dude, fucking monks stopped using hand to hand. The ones that were they started using staves. They started using staves. Full swing. Yeah. It was a wonderful time. It was a week, but it was a wonderful week. It was something. <laughs> And then it was eventually changed to being a one strength or one dexterity being 0.75 attack or accuracy. And now the tank <laughs> still can't hold. <laughs> In even simpler terms, every four equals three. Is that simple? Doesn't seem simple to me. I'd say 75% simpler. You would think that, but... People just don't know what to do with remainders. Well, that's like in your number two link shell today, the infamous Dynamis one, where the guy could not understand how to use check param because he had to add two things together, so he's using an add-on that doesn't work. Can't do math. Can't add two numbers. Yeah. There's <laughs> a huge difference between doing math and doing a summation, for sure. Yeah, and mooks like that are the reason that those divergences don't work well. Oh, yeah. I so mean, sad. I try to say that they're still learning, but I don't know. There's clearly a huge difference. I think they're one step closer not. to the edge. <laughs> so, starting with the 99 cap era, era or Bissia era, <clears throat> with the subsequent lifting of the level caps to eventually level 99, um, Dark Knight's attack bonus trait was raised further to tier 7 for a grand total of plus 96 attack. Which is double its old trait, but less impactful than its old trait was. The flip side to this increase is, in an era that was largely defined by Abbasite powers that virtually gave players newfound levels of power, that 96 attack wasn't anything particularly great. Yep. It did not modify your crit damage, so whatever. Why would you mm -hmm. compare this to Thief in the next bullet? I got a bone to pick with you already. Dark Knight was also given a native critical attack bonus trait, tier 2, for a moderate plus 8% damage to all melee critical attacks. And I put, <laughs> compare this to Thief, which gets tier 4 of critical attack bonus for a total of plus, plus 14. Yeah, but... That's right. But, Thief can't have it. Dark Knight can't have but it. But fucking Warrior and Dancer... Warrior gets 8%, Dancer gets 11%, Blue gets 11%, and then Thief gets 14%. And Thief has the weakest damage weapons in the game, so why hey, wouldn't it Why wouldn't it get extra spicy. critical damage? Hey, fuck well, Thief. <laughs> I, made, I made that point to say... Because I, I was thinking about other jobs at the time, but just I, I didn't include it in the point. But uh, yeah, Warrior gets gets its own trait, if I remember correctly. But Warrior also gets way more critical attack gear than, than Dark Knight does. Hey, Fox. <laughs> hey, Fox. Bloody troop. Hey, 
So moving on to the Adeline era. Uh, That's the Adeline era plus, and it's blank. I can hear I, you shuffling your notes. I have to go to the next piece of folded cutoff paper in my, my camera picture. <laughs> I have two of the same mm-hmm. one open. I might have missed one. <laughs> I just go to the handwriting one now. It's something about the... Did you write the fucking stat modifier? Why did you write this down of entropy? Are you going to read out every stat modifier? We're not doing that. No, I'm not doing What is that. this? Why did you write all this? This is like... Yeah, we have a wiki for that. Yeah, what is this? What I is have this? OCD. We do it when we talk about specific <laughs> weapon skills, not that Spiral Hell has a... What is that? 50 strength slash 50. It's blurry. You shouldn't be doing I that weapon OCD. skill if you're not on Beast anyway. <laughs> so, the beginnings of the Adeline era didn't bring much to the table. However, the late to post... Adeline era saw some interesting <laughs> Karen, changes. Karen asked if your notes were made with a typewriter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, m- definitely maybe. <laughs> definitely maybe. This is like a trope. So, so the late to post-Adeline era saw some interesting changes that affected Dark Knight as well as other two-handed de- damage dealers. Uh, accuracy problems were still still plagued many a two-hander, especially Dark, in the, 20, in the 2013 and 2016 period. You know, as an aside to interrupt you, because I love to do that, Dark Knight still, any two-handed weapon is still capped at 95% accuracy, whereas one-handed pets and range so goes up to 99. Sucks. Yeah. Hand-to-hand as well, 99. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a decent way to balance it, honestly. I think it's pretty nifty, but he's still at that accuracy Dual problem. Dual wield is 99% in the main hand, but it's 95% in the off. And, and heavy armor gets less accuracy, generally, than light armor. Mm-hmm. I mean, as an aside, I mean, during that period of time, that was when everyone started playing Blue Mage and Beastmaster because Blue Mage could get ridiculously high levels of, of accuracy over yeah. basically all the other two-hand jobs. And once Mighty and Guard came out, too, led it was led to the everyone shouting for Ambuscade. Blue mage, blue mage, blue mage. <laughs> Can I get a blue uh, Another mage? factor in that too, I think at the time, the only thing besides blue mage people were using was like Beastmaster, and they were using one hour spam with Beastmaster with Tiger and shit. But also back then, Bard had not gotten its update. So Bard was like half as effective as it was uh, then. So it was also before they nerfed all the evasion and NMs and stuff too. So blue was like one of the only options, like Dancer, blue were the only jobs that had accuracy and stuff natively to help out to do anything because Bard was like nerfed at that time. Which segues, so much wrong. So segue. Two updates were dropped to adjust that for, for adjust dropped to adjust evasion for monsters level one hundred and above. <clears throat> the first update, which funny enough marks the beginning of the developers actively nerfing Geomancer, reduced monster <laughs> evasion. She has too strong. Nerf everything else. <laughs> Whereas the second delay, the second. Uh, the second update reduced it further via the agility contribution to the accuracy check. I thought Tanaka retired. What's up with this nerfing Geo and shit? Barrens. It's nerf or nothing. You know, just because you said Barrens, now we're going to get comments like, these people making racist jokes. <laughs> I made it this far without doing one. We're going to get the actually in the comments. Oh, you said Barrens, even though it's an old meme. It's a racist meme. Uh, it wouldn't be the worst time. Yeah, who cares? I really don't. <laughs> We've already made black jokes, damn it. So moving along, in, t- in late 2016, a new attack bonus trait was introduced called Smite. Instead of adding a flat amount of attack, Smite interacts as a percentage-based attack value specifically aimed at, two- at hand-to-hand and two-handed weapon users. Dark Knight boasts the highest Smite trait among all the jobs at Tier 5 for a total of plus 29.6% to attack. It's also nifty for Roofencer, yep. so... Uh, yeah, most, most DDs, when you're just, like, chilling or sitting at, like, 1,400 before buffs on attack, like, Dark Knight's usually sitting around, like, 2,000. 
Like the, the, attack, the attack bonus is definitely there. But that's that's all they keep adjusting to dark. Apparently, Dark Knight is going to be a more interesting sub than main eventually. I'd imagine it's an interesting main. I'm not. You know, this episode has been nice for shining light on Dark Knight's ignored. Everyone just thinks Dark Knight's like a warrior that just runs out and does the same fucking thing, but it's not. It's got a lot of different things going on to it as a job, including not just gear and weapons, but just everything surrounding it. There's a lot of nuance and stuff that goes into it. But getting the next mastery update will give us Smite 3 if we sub Dark Knight. So that's actually, that's a, that's a 20% attack boost for 2 minute weapons. So that's actually really nice. No, everyone likes Sub Dragoon because they think all they ever need is Super Jump once every few minutes. But, super Jump and Weapon Skill Damage but, bonus. <laughs> but honestly, though, if you are in a fight that's a short burst, like Ambuscade this month, perfect example. Rune Fencer, I go Sub Dark Knight for Ambuscade this month because we're just crushing it. And it's, it's freaking. And the Smite is important. It really is, especially for a job like Rune. In some cases, I've been killing my ad on, on Rune Fencer before the main party kill, kills the Don. <laughs> we all fight it together, so I just we just bind yeah. them and pull back. Yeah, Abject told us how you guys were doing it, and we were just doing it that way. Yeah, we just so mob on everything. We did some last night with table, but Smite and was a very then, welcome addition. Sorry, go on. And then finally, there's physical damage limit affecting the physical damage cap that affects all jobs and the weapon types they use. <clears throat> That's also a sub Dark Knight thing too. Dark Knight has the highest by two ranks at tier five for a total of zero point five to their personal PDF cap, which is like. 50%. The addition to the game that people understand how to use the least. <laughs> like no, so no, true. nobody, nobody knows when they're supposed to use it. They just, they just throw it on occasionally. So Hopefully it works out. Along with fifty-five, I mean, guys, it's best in slot and and actually, it's bisquick. You know, in, in my spreadsheet says that once you're an attack cap, you're gonna use more physical damage limit gear. Oh God, like, there was like a, that screenshot of that warrior who was like savage blade was Sakbata. That's that's what I was about to say when I said, "Oh my!" <laughs> oh. That was the that was what I was immediately thinking of. But also fifty-five. Dude, I had to bleach my eyes Dude. after seeing that. I'll get the story on that in two seconds. But fifty-five sub dark that also gets the uh, 0.3 PDL damage limit trait at fifty-five as well, which is the equivalent of what monk, ranger, and dragoon get, and higher than warriors. So and Sam's and Deep. So now it's actually you know a significant boost that you know honestly super jumps nice and all, but maximum damage output is going to go to sub dark knight for two-handed weapons. I bet. You really don't need Hasso if you can get that working. I mean, you, you do to cap delay, which is more important, don't get me wrong, but if you can get a Dancer in there, uh, to, or even just since Dark Knight gets that um, Desperate Blows buff, you don't even need that. So Dark Knight alone, I mean, oh, that's Dark Knight main, but still, so potential. One of the things I, I kind of like about that, though, I mean, it's, it's a, and this is, of course, a, a, a niche use, but um, Dark Knight has the weapon skill Quietus on its site, right? So that's the Empyrean weapon skill uh, for 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 Scythe for Dark Knight, and its ability or its its description specifically says it, it ignores defense. So one of the things about that is that essentially, if you are underbuffed, that if that if that given how much attack that Dark Knight already has. That if you can essentially get, let's say, to two thousand TP, it let's say thirty percent defense at two thousand, it ignores thirty percent defense. And if it's ignoring that thirty percent, that's thirty percent taking off of essentially whatever its standard defense is. You're going to PDL, aren't you? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So the PDL will effectively increase your attack that much further, essentially. Well, I shouldn't say your attack, but your 
essentially your PDF in that situation if you were under buck. Again, it's niche, but it's a nice little use of just knowing when to use proper stats and being able to use them in, in a situation that, that it actually would matter. It's part of why with Vajra on Thief now, it's nicer to sub Dark Knight because you can take more advantage of Mindalik Stab. Yep. Of course, you miss Anything... Dragoon's bonus, but if you need the attack and if you actually get to take advantage of it and Mandalik puts you over it where you're not capping, but the weapon skill caps you, which is very likely to happen at times, then you get full benefit. Yeah, people should really pay attention to the weapon skills that either have an attack boost or an ignores defense portion because that's directly related to PDF. So like your 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 gear set for um, Quietus in this example is going to look a lot different than like your gear set for Spiral Hell. Or not Spiral Hell, but... Um, uh, cross, cross Reaper. Reaper. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're using the same set between the two, like, there's really no point. I think they even overlap on skill chain property. Except for, like, mm-hmm. the darkness side of it, but, like, pure darkness. But the, um, but if you're, you're leaving a lot of stuff on the table if you're not taking advantage of being able to slide some PDL stuff in when you wouldn't normally be able to uh, by ignoring that much defense. Because that's a that's a pretty huge amount of defense. Like, that's basically, like, a free DF3 with boost. Mm-hmm. And it's so always, it's, of course, a ratio. So lowering defense with your attack being on high is the greatest way to cap that ratio. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you you mess with the denominator in a ratio, which is the the bottom half, the 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 mob side of things, it usually has uh, twice the effect that raising it on the the numerator side or the top side of the formula would be. So when you take a look at a job like thief, when you're capping attack, uh, and you get to use you know, Gladys body and head for a nominal, it's not a huge boost, but it's nominal. That's only, you know, a 0.06 boost to your PDL. So getting a 0.3 at sub 55 Dark Knight for something like Vajra use, where you'd be using it because you know you need the extra attack because you're also using Last Resort over Sub Dragoon, as you should when you need attack, assuming I'm sure someone's going to be upset because you get squishes of pancake, apparently, on Thief, since I advocate glass cannon builds, apparently, too. No, you're you're going to die if you get breathed on. I assume the guy's advocating. But, I mean, that gives you an example of that piece is uh, clearly 30% being five times more than that head is a huge boost that, you know, if you didn't need the attack, the weapon skill damage, probably. But it still is that close that the bonus is two between them that, you know, if you don't need super jump, which is really nice on on Thief, but it's just that PDL, if you can utilize it properly, which it's easiest to utilize if it's always there and not being customized in gear sets based in situation, like coincidental usage, then it's actually just a really big boost that, you know, other jobs would want to be aware of what traits Dark Knight has so they could take advantage of them. But guys, how do you know when you're attack capped? Dude. I hate you. Is this the suck less guide already? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, you see, what you do is you bust out some fucking math. I can't add. You, you mean the abacus? Nope. <laughs> I think what would help in general is having a general defense value established for something hard and just going off that, like how everyone uses Tojal in the spreadsheets, because that's accurate. Um, oh, God. Yeah, that's what I want to sheet my set on. I want to base it off of Tojal. Is that what's really in this? In a lot of people are using Tojal because that was like the default for a while. Was that like one thirty content? Water of courage. Water of courage in there is also imagined. So I mean, I guess if we took water of courage's value, which I don't know what's in there, was it seventeen hundred something like that? I thought it was like two thousand for Since, defense. Yeah, two thousand is too high. Um, it's probably around seventeen, eighteen hundred something like that. Yeah, so. 
honestly, if you just assumed everything was 1800 defense and then did your math based on that, and had to get because Dark Knight and Two Handed Jobs have a higher um, PDF cap there, so mm-hmm. it's four points. It's, it's reasonable to assume a Dark Knight's trace to it until like 5.0, so you have to be five times over that to cap. Yeah, Dark Knight for Greatsword, it's 4.25, and for Scythe, it's 4.5. Plus what, 0.5 from your uh, oh, no, that, trait? That's, that's, that's separate. That's with, the trait, that's with the trait added in already. Oh, okay. Okay, so still, four and a quarter times over 1,700 would be obviously not possible. <laughs> you have to lower that to start getting above it. Yeah, that's, that's one of those things not that I find possible. as a double-edged sword about the job currently, because it's like, you have so much attack and you have all this physical damage limit in, in, in terms of traits and gear and whatnot. Well, but, make sure that you're taking advantage of it. It's nice to make sure. I mean, like yeah, Bloody's Augments, yeah. the extra attack helps Definitely. make sure. Definitely. But it's just a matter of are you getting the debuffs to properly hit that cap? And that's when I start going, eh. Well, if you're not, you still got the extra attack traits. 96 attack, man. Woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> generally it's better to err that you are not capping attack rather than you are capping attack if you, I generally, if you have yeah. to guess I generally don't yeah. engage in the attack cap set too often unless I definitely know that it's a thing like the the attack cap sets don't add so much damage Correct. that it's worth the gamble of, of risking it like obviously you're going to raise your damage if you can abuse them but if you if if you're guessing though you're you're almost always going to shoot yourself in the foot because if you're guessing that means your buffers are probably also guessing which means your party leader is also guessing. Sometimes um, it other, otherwise they would tell you that you're an attack cap and that you can go ahead and use that set. Like in a job like blue or or something that doesn't get knob carry for savage blade slash xp ashon, uh, crepuscular pummel still has like three strength to take advantage of. So it's not like you have a different ammo that's so drastic that you would uh you know be gaining tons by by not using crepuscular pebble. Actually, the Koisty Bodar is really getting there. Yeah, yeah. That Mine's... thing is getting pretty robust. Yeah, it is. Well, to use a, a bit of an extreme example, um, given that the uh, physical damage limit trait is additive and gear is multiplicative, so let's say you were using the maximum amount that I believe that Dark Knight can equip, which is, I'm looking now, it should be 14? No, 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 no. That's wrong. Are you uh, trying to read your hand scribbled, typewritten notes? Of course, of course. You get, you get ten off the neck alone. Dude, you wrote pebble. like, like to give an example of what I'm looking at for weapon skills. It has scythe typed, like typed out in like word <laughs> with bullet points, and bullet points next to a number. So bullet one, bullet two, like extra bullets with numbers, kind of thing. But to the left of it, he actually put. 200 skill, 255 skill, quested a 250 skill or whatever. Like, he put the skill requirements to unlock guillotine. Like, he would ever possibly need that in this. And it's handwritten on a type printed out Microsoft Word. I'm telling you, I have OCD. <laughs> Dude, so you can quest um, Ground Strike at 250 skill, and it's, uh, you know, a single target hit, according to your scribbled notes here. And it's frag slash distortion, it says, which is cut off, but I know it is. But okay, I, I got it together. So essentially, if you're using all the maximum amount of uh, physical damage limit gear for Dark Knight, it would come out to a multiplier of 1.5 of 1.4, and multiplying that by 4.25, that comes out to 5.95 for GS, and it comes out to 6.3 for Scythe. So you're not going to ever hit that. <laughs> wow. 
Um, you, you well, can. The defense if, was one. Frailty. Yeah, if frailty's not being nerfed. I mean, yeah, um, if, if, you, if you use a proper debuff, sure, but I'm just even saying. Even if frailty's like, not if, being if nerfed. If you were to stacking attack, it's not going to happen. 25% yeah. frailty on top of like corrosive ooze would definitely get you close. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you, you have to make sure that you're stacking enough of the, the defense downs is the thing. With a buffed Dia, corrosive ooze, and even a nerfed frailty, I bet you'd get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely would. Or just put in box um, too. Yeah, there there are times when I can actually tell my group, like, it's say we're fighting like V fifteen Kalunga or whatever. Um, like, I'll I'll tell them that yeah, we're attack cap now because of what buffs or debuffs we have on it. They can go ahead and use those sets, and it's because I know like what jobs they are. And then like if Dark Knight was there, like we could probably even overshoot it at that point because Corrosive Ooze is that broken. Speaking um, of, but it's it's only broken when stacked with everything else, though. Speaking of this, like this, it makes me want to digress into job synergy because Odyssey definitely be a thing for this. It would make a job like Dancer or Beastmaster pair really well with Dark Knight to increase their damage. Because an event where people really aren't taking Geo like they were or can't because they're doing three times NMs and someone's taking Dark Knight to boost that PDL trait along with Dark Knight's normal power, you want to have attack in general for your weapon skills. Mm -hmm. A job like Dancer and and Beast. Uh, or maybe even Blue Mage, you know, but uh, Dancer especially because it can stack with the defense down effects, especially if the Dark Knight applies like Kurgos to it, would definitely synergize well with it and would take a job that people don't think of as a, you know, great DD into boosting someone else's power that it doesn't matter so much that if they're not as strong as someone else. You just have to find a Dark Knight that's actually skilled up their great axe. Yeah, uh, well... It's uncommon on Azura. It makes me also remember that I skipped the warrior with the PDL Savage Blade. Yeah. So, I was doing... I use Great Axe a lot. I was doing Shoal C, yelled for someone. I yelled Veteran Warrior, and they have to have the multiple damage types. Uh, club, because we do fight Undead in there, and the White Mage does cast Banishka. And things like that, you gotta have it. So, they go, I have those. And then they come... And before I'm about to go and I check them, and what I'm looking at is a Dark Knight with, you know, typical things you expect, Nagling, TP bonus shield, plus two neck, capped out, there you go. But then, then we start getting suspicious here, because, you know, you know, the little flag might go up when you see five out of five stock Pata on someone R0. Okay, flag, flag's up. Let me check these other slots we got going on here. Okay, Ambuscade back's capped, that's fine. Double attack, you know, damage taken, fine. Uh, what do we have here? Are these two Chirich rings plus one? Oh, okay. And and what's in the other earring? A, a Maka earring plus one? Uh, do, are we punching things? Is there is there a need for accuracy gear? What what's going a on? Need for extreme accuracy? Yeah. yeah, and I don't remember the other earring, but it was also something awkward. But uh, yeah, it's like so. I check them and it's like, oh, oh, and I say something like, well, what would you suggest? And I'm like, well, not doing what you're doing. I go. But can I see your weapon skill set? And then that's when that's when we look at this sweet Savage Blade set. And all that changes is like three pieces. The Maka earring goes to <laughs> Moonshade. The um, back goes to plus 27 strength, weapon skill damage 10, nothing else on it. And I what, th- you don't want the maximum number of hits in Savage Blade? And the head changed to a rank 8 Naame and nothing else changed. And then I said, I said, oh, and then everyone checked the Dark Knight. And after everyone checked the Dark Knight, they forced DC and didn't come. Not Dark Knight, the Warrior. They forced DC and did not come back. That's unfortunate. That's, that is. I mean, it's it's not. uh, I believe the phrase is Papa's plastic. I feel like that's just nature taking care of itself. I mean, it's. Daddy's plastic. 
it's just i don't want someone who doesn't know what the fuck's going on and bought everything doesn't know what they're gearing doesn't know why because because i go I, i said is that your tp set essentially and they said why and i'm like just just wondering if that's your TP set. And because I'm relying on you to kill things when yes. we enter this zone. And then I said, so why did you choose those pieces? I didn't say it's garbage. I didn't say you're bad, you're stupid. I said, so why did you choose those pieces? And, and their answer is, why is it bad? And it's like, if you can't well, answer that. that's not what I was asking. Yeah, yeah. So then you know, they forced DC'd. And I got someone who was much better because, I mean, that run was actually really good. We got like 1.2 mil when we replaced that person and say, dodged the bullet there. Because we went in with nice. a Corsair who kept up with the DDs. This Corsair was switching weapons using boosted, you know, R15 Laden salute, and they did 26% of the parse as a Corsair, which is nuts in there. I'm blessed with a Haydn that does that. Oh, well, it was great. Like, instead of just spamming Savage Point on every single monster, they were changing it up and taking that off and using other stuff, and it was just to see the core do about, you know, as much as 10% or more than other Corsairs. Consistently, Corsair does like 15% every time I invite one in there. Right around there. Maybe 14, maybe 17. But never mm-hmm. 26. That really must suck to have to actually check players. Oh yeah, when, when you shot, you gotta check. Them. And like, I don't know Warriors gear sets. I know it's not 5 out of 5 R0 Sakpata, and I know none of them are wearing a martial arts double attack 2 earring. No, you'd have like JSE weapons kill damage plus pieces, like if they understand what's going on, or at least understand There's, the copy sets. Yeah, I, I know they at least would have something they, that they'd is have not the, Sakpata um, for TP. They'd have the uh, the relic head at plus three, probably. There was nothing. There wasn't even like Flama plus two. Plus two. Who even? Yeah. But guys, is it wrong to refuse to play with somebody that, Dude. <laughs> that doesn't change gear? Yeah. <laughs> that's our that's our threat of the week in R slash Final Fantasy Eleven. Yeah, I just once uh, we start going, I no. just avoided it. No, it's not wrong to ignore people who don't change gear. But Moon Turtle XI says, um, "Who are you to dictate to someone else who is paying to play for a game what to do and how to play? If you have to ask the question, then maybe you know the answer." And then you know, I, I well, said, as someone who's no. paying for the game, also, yes. I have every right to ask that question. Yeah, I said that Jackass. I I responded with that I don't ask more of the people than I ask of myself, and then the person yeah. responded back, "Mate, it's a game, not a job." Uh, that's true. It it is it is a game, not a job, and and fortunately, you're not being paid to underperform here. My my thought process was I don't get paid to do chores, and I don't get paid to take care of you. Yeah, basically, and I mean, if people don't want to, at least. I don't know, aspire to be substandard because like that's that's so far below substandard that I, I just can't focus on 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 how they're stuck in two thousand six. Like I, I like that they bought R zero Sakpata in this case and but their plus two neck was R twenty. So they bought like all the crystals and spent all this gill for all this, but then don't have a capped ambuscade pack. <laughs> Twenty seven strength. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, that's, that's a little specific. Yeah. Yeah. I used to uh I actually used to keep the those values on my backs on a lot of my jobs, like around like 27 to 29, just to fuck with people when they wanted to check me like post run or something. Because like, I, I would usually parse pretty well. And like, if you're missing like three strength, it doesn't matter. Right. But, um, I used to do that just so they'd be like, why is your back not finished? And it's, well, it's so that you'll say that. And it's funny to me. Did you at least have accuracy and attack on it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, they did not. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's like no world where like I, I, I sit there and like not respect accuracy. Oh, they did not. So they did not so. Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay, so moving on to wherever we were at a real long time ago. 
a very long time ago. We digress as you do. <laughs> so I made a little section just to talk about some of the memes, the jokes, and the stigmas of the job. Oh, boy. Did we not cover those? I mean, on and off. <laughs> I mean, I try to avoid some of them, but, you know, I, I play the job. I can't help it sometimes. I also like, want to point out for those who can't see the outline that the putting of all those values stopped at Scythe and Greatsword, and then it goes Great Axe Sword, Axe Club, and put out specific bullets for them. There's like only one for club, and there's one, two, three, four for sword, but there was like six for uh, Greatsword and stuff. And it's all blank with handwritten, different color pen than he wrote in. Fill in as I go, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I'm winging it, baby. Uh, yeah. To be Fair, you're only using judgment on Dark Knight anyway. So this is the episode. That's your, that's your one bullet point. This is the episode Dark Knight deserved. Yeah. But, I mean, start with the most obvious ones is that, uh, the, that because it's a, a dark job, that it's that it's only played by emo by emos and uh, edgelords. Then why don't I have it? Yeah, I mean, you I always, you're supposed you to be the, the greatest emo and edgelord of us all. That's man. what I was getting at. I'm glad you picked up uh, what I was putting down there. Yeah, man, I didn't think I was going to make it, but I got there. I did the heavy lifting of the math. You added two things together. Thanks, man. I have a uh, summation going. I figured you need an add-on for that so you could <laughs> calculate it accurately. I'm building it right now, actually. Thank you. <laughs> My trick param add-on? Like a chat param? Let's see. Just go on. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, we've already covered it, but that the job has an, has an accuracy penalty or a negative accuracy bonus. <sighs> there has to be better Dark Knight meme or something get some get some old bg out here let's you know dark knight walks into a bar <laughs> and misses it and misses no and he had to leave because he was never invited to the party i figured it was a warrior a dragoon and a dark knight walk into a bar and they miss well the dragoon's oh, not gonna true. miss oh no the dragoon misses <laughs> back in the me. day back in the yeah. day uh, pentathrust pentamiss dragoon absolutely <laughs> pentathrust and ohat Pinty hats. Uh, how many dark knights does it take to screw in a light bulb? Uh, so, what's the next thing here? You have magic and stuff, but we already covered magic first, even though it's like the last thing here. Or there's like certain weapon skills you want to cover, why you should use them, and that's what you're getting at, because I don't want to spend forever on weapon skills. Uh, let me just go over some, some job abilities. Well, we covered most of them, okay. but uh, there's t there's at least one more just just to, just to kind of make an honorable mention, which is consume mana. Um, it consumes well, it, it's literally in the name. It consumes all all of your MP and adds and converts that into uh, base damage on your weapon. But you can't even use it anymore because you got shear earring. I mean, it's I mean, if shear doesn't first, consume I guess. everything, then it doesn't really matter all that much. But shear can pretty much keep. And can continue staying active as long as you have some some form of a refresh. Yeah, yeah. Shear is going to eat all of your MP anyway. Um, you can keep it active because even at zero, like it will tick up if you have a refresh effect on. But like you'll, it's a lot easier to sit at zero. Like unless you're using something like entropy to get it back, or like your white mage wants to devotion you because they have like nothing better to do. Um, you're you're basically going to be constantly and that. it's really underwhelming like consume mana needs some real boosting pieces to go to it because it's one base damage for every 10 mp consumed so how much mp do you have 600 i mean so uh, usually somewhere between 800 to a thousand so okay well I mean, maybe larry the galka has 700 
I mean, I'm on Elven, so but okay. So that's that's 80 base damage if you use it right off the bat and you don't have anything wasted. And I mean, that sounds nice, but it's already it's a 25 percent increase to the base damage that's on your scythe. Yeah, but that's for the next attack. It's one time, so yeah, it's for one weapon skill. But still, it seems really underwhelming that once well, that's every one minute, but you don't get MP back. I mean, well, you, you do if you, you use it with using, entropy. If you're using your scythe, then you can use. Yeah, but you're not going to use right entropy. Back. Do less damage just to get more base damage back for one weapon skill in a minute. Uh, I actually use entropy to to open skill chains because it's kind of nice to start with the gravitation. Sometimes. Okay, if you're skill chaining, yes. I was yeah. thinking ter- like traditional. I'm fighting an NM and everyone's spamming weapon skills kind of thing, and I don't get to do shit. Well, this was pre-Nagling, so it was it was it was a good idea at first, and then Nagling came out, and then just pretty much everybody became that much more focused on doing damage over, over everything else. Just that and Shira earring, it just seems like it's a, a conflicting with more important pieces. Yeah, sort of. Like it's not something that you're going to use all the time, but like when you can identify that it's just free to use, just use it. It's just uh, it's just an extra extra freebie. Yeah. I mean, but even it's if not you lost, you build around. That's for sure. Even if you lost like 200 MP by the time you got your first weapon skill off, you could at least burn a good one first, and then kind of that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's absolutely zero reason you shouldn't use it over entropy, though. Like you'll get it immediately back. It just you watch you watch your MP slingshot when that happens. I mean, it it, it pairs very nicely with en- with entropy. Is base is the basic point. Well, then if it goes down to yeah. why you're using a scythe. I mean, for skill training, obviously, but most Dark Knights. Don't bust it out because everyone's focused on Nagling or Calibok. Yeah, so Torkly for all the things. So the main reason I use the scythe is when I need catastrophe, and that's with the relic scythe. And um, catastrophe is like a good skill chainer and everything. Like it has the the same gravitation property that uh, uh, that entropy is going to have, but it doesn't restore your MP. And if you're like leading with catastrophe and going like catastrophe, like a really basic skill chain like catastrophe, cross reaper, catastrophe for double darkness. Yay. But like you don't always need to restore your MP. So like you could try to set up like better situations. So like you could always just instead of opening with a catastrophe because you already have your AM going or you don't need health, um, you can just use the other gravitation instead and like maybe get your MP back and you might as well, you know, fire off consume mono with that. So that's typically why why I'll do, you know, something like that when I do it. It's just another option. And like your opener is never your most important weapon skill, that's for sure. Correct. Accelerator says hi. Yeah. <laughs> and actually entropy isn't straight garbage like you can still pretty easily hit 30 or like 25k or so with it can't like, do that it's not gonna be there. yeah it's it's not gonna be like your 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 heavy hitters like catastrophe with at r15 or or cross reaper because cross reaper is absolutely absurd with inguda yeah it really is <clears throat> yeah with the with the weapon skills um I mean, Scythe is obviously going to have the largest amount of options, essentially. I mean, I basically put down like nine different weapon skills for Scythe, all for different situations, essentially. Um, I can run down this re- like really quickly. It's, 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 um, sure. so the, I mean, at the, at the top, I, I have guillotine. It's obviously guillotine. going to be used at guillotine, guillotine, French, well, French revolution, French revolution. We need more guillotines. Um, <laughs> it's like a nubliette. It's there for, uh, I mean, it's it's obviously going to be there uh, for basically silencing a mob. Um, Cross Reaper is going to be your 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 money shot. Um, Spiral Hell used the to money be money shot. <laughs> Spiral Hell used to be what Cross Reaper is today. Uh, Infernal Scythe is for lowering attack, and it and has a duration. Self-chain. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, Shadow of Death is the other darkness-based weapon skill, and uh, we already covered that. It actually does pretty reasonable damage, depending on what situation you're in. Uh, Entropy, we've covered it, it. It restores your MP. Insurgency, which is... I'm, I'm of course, going to be biased fusion. About, about it. I mean, it's fusion. That's great, but it's <laughs> without the uh, without the without a liberator. Mythic. It's not really as good as it as it should be. Essentially, no, it's not. <clears throat> yeah, we talked about that one before. Yeah. Then you have catastrophe, uh, which is with the which is with, of course with with an apocalypse, and that's pretty much for basically staying alive forever, unless you're fighting something undead. And then you have quietus. Actually, <laughs> and then you have Quietus, which I covered earlier, uh, which is the Empyrean weapon skill, which is attached to the Calibri Scythe. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, which ignores Calibri damage. Scythe in, in junior high when it still uh, hasn't figured out what a syringe is. <laughs> Again, it's it's great with. When, when you can basically utilize it with PDL gear, and if you're under buff, then then it actually becomes a really good weapon skill to use. Um, as for greatsword, I wrote down six, even though only five of them count. Uh... <laughs> spinning slash. I had a dark knight using fucking spinning slash in a CP party. Oh, oh, they wait, were four wait, plus what? two. Flama didn't change. Oh, no. oh no. yeah. Was this recently? Yeah, they had a Kaja greatsword. Oh, they weren't no. even using the Titan Greatsword to augment nah, either. They were terrible. <laughs> they, they, the they, were, they, they were doing fucking ass. It was a King oh, Galka party, so you know what that means. It's bad. Yeah. 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 So at the top of the list, I put Ground Strike. Uh, in the community guide, I wrote it as the 75 cap version of Torque Lever. Um, yeah. next, next would be uh, Resolution, which used to be good. Um, it it's, has an attack penalty. It's good. It, which it's yeah. It's a, Dark, it's Dark Knight doesn't deal with the skill. like. Dark Knight at least handles the attack penalty well. And yeah, it's. But as I see, it as attack capped kind of thing. It's but just the skill the, chain property is such garbage. It's frag, man. Everything's frag. Yeah. But as the as the old argument of 2017 between the warrior form and the Dark Knight form went. But my mighty strikes. <laughs> oh, we're gonna go to this Dark Knight with Rag. We talked about or the Warrior with Rag last time. We talked about. Nope. Mm. <laughs> they use Scourge, R zero no. Scourge, Scourge of the Earth. So following up on that is, uh, I'm gonna. I went with a Herculean Slash. It is a, a secondary. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's actually a pretty useful weapon skill if you're not you know in an actual party with. And your trust aren't doing what they suppose they're supposed to be doing because it does power because it paralyzes the target. And no D yeah. stat term, you're in luck. Because Dark Knights have lower int than a fucking you yeah. know bomb. The in FTP the on it's really low though. I've tried so hard to make that weapon skill good. Three point five man, you're doing better than some other weapon skills. Exonerator. True, but you can definitely tell it's a three point five. And then you of course tell. there's there's good old fashioned torque lever. <laughs> Please tell us about Torque Lever. Well, Torque Lever is a single hit weapon skill which has a uh, 80% vitality modifier. Its damage vary, varies by TP. At 1000 TP, it's 4.75 FTP. At 2000 TP, it's 7.5. At 3000, it's a disgusting 9.76. You know, it does light and it does distortion. 
But uh, like out of the um, out of the the TP bonus weapon skills, because that's technically one of them, where you want the high TP bonus uh, if possible. Like out of all of them, like nine, like like having it being sub ten puts it below like Savage Blade and like all the other stuff. Like in terms of that, that oftentimes you're the guy that's actually at attack cap, <laughs> so that's why your Torque Cleaver is hitting as hard as it is, along with your R15 Og if you have it. Those crits, man. Those double damage crits, man. Yeah, and the white damage, of course. That's definitely nothing to sneeze at. As someone who plays Monk, I do know the value of white damage crits. <laughs> the fact that Skeletons of itself is also much more valuable than Savage Blade. Yeah, it's a lot easier to spam, for sure. It's just more effective. You can spam each of them equally. It's just... The one thing we didn't really cover, and I kind of like mentioned it while you were talking about those things, is that um, one of the, the things that Dark Knight really should get a hold of are the um, artifact hands plus two slash plus three and that's so that you can turn weapon bash into like a, a chain bound and what that does is it opens a oh, skill chain for oh, you that's great yeah that it's honestly great it's like paladin yeah. does dispel i didn't know the darkness does chain spell uh well chain bound. chain, chain bound yeah, 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 my, yeah. so <laughs> so basically there there are two main weapon skills that i go to for it and that's infernal scythe which is what i was commenting on so you you do weapon bash and then you do infernal scythe for attack down plus uh compression and that allows you to burst your drain three, assuming nobody rolls in the savage blades and you know you get sad. Um, or uh, most of the time when I use a great axe, I'll actually do weapon bash to upheaval, and that actually does a shit ton of damage. So you got to kind of watch that one because you don't want to kill the mob on accident, which I've done a few times with that one in particular. Uh, and you will get the same compression, and you'll be able to drain through the great axe too. So yeah, it's kind of cool because I mean. That for those who don't know what Chainbound is, the it's essentially Samurai's ability or Dancer's ability to give a skill and, chain. And it's nice because it's also attached to a pretty reliable stun. So a lot of times you're doing this on a mob where you want to be able to cast your Drain 3 under Nether Seal, Dark Void, or Dark, Dark Seal, Nether Void, or whatever. I keep fucking that up. It's a lot of bullshit and, ability names. Yeah, and when you're casting Drain 3, like, sure, you get fast cast gear and everything, but a lot of times, like, you're sub-Sam, maybe you have Hasso up, like, you're gonna have a fairly, not a really long cast time on it, but it's it's noticeable. So, being able to bash to set it up and have a, a pretty reliable stun, followed up with a weapon skill, and a lot of times the mob is still stunned by the time you can cast your drain three. So, it's uh, it's really nice to, to know about if you didn't. And then, to top it off, the uh, scourge of uh, great swords. Uh... <laughs> Oh, you mean the uh, the Radic uh, the Radic Algol plus one, right? Ah, I thought he meant mm -hmm. the one augmented from Sarama. I definitely wouldn't want to pay more gil for you know a great sword that's less good than Radic Algol plus one. <laughs> People do it. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't fathom putting that much gil into something that's like better than that medium sword. So. I mean, you couldn't fathom putting in past R zero for that other warrior that had an ambuscade. I mean, I, I like really cool lock styles as much as the next person, Claustrum. But Claustrum's you know, more useful than Ragnarok. God. It is. I, I mean, technically. Ragnarok technically, is, right. is very, compared to what it once was and how great it once was, where everyone said, fuck, you know, uh, catastrophe and everything, just spam uh, resolution with your Ragnarok. Uh, you know, it's really fallen down from that point, even you know, the Eshin point of history. Last week, I was deciding what to do with like some gill that I had, and then I almost decided to make a Ragnarok to meme it up. But then I recovered from that stroke, and I they actually let me out of the hospital a couple of days later, and oh everything boy. was so yeah. So Ragnarok, 
it's like that's a great sword so i i pretty much kind of copied what you did in, in, in the thief thread on, on on the dark knight uh on the dark knight guide <laughs> and just i just basically put like don't use this weapon and i used a, and i put a, a whole bunch of this like bullshit gear like in, like in the, there. the shit skirt bow yeah. and everything the the rock salt that's great i, I think I, I put dung in there too I put a troll van brace in there. Troll you van know, brace. Compared to uh, the Mandal, at Ugh. least at least Ragnarok can produce fusion. This is true. That is the only thing that I will give Ragnarok is that you can at least open Scourge, switch great swords, TP, and close resolution. Because you wouldn't want to close. You wouldn't want to use it for any other weapon skill than, than Scourge. So you just have to like swap weapons on the fly, and there you go. I mean, during Delve era, the, it, the Ragnarok was a good weapon because it gave you the accuracy in order to hit stuff. So you see, a decade ago, it was a good weapon. <laughs> a decade ago, <laughs> I would say uh, seven, eight years ago. Oh, it's terrible. <clears throat> okay, so moving from great sword to great axe. Uh... Great Axe gets its line of uh, breaks, such as a uh, weapon break, shield break, and uh, armor break. But armor break, and with if you were to use the Hepatizen Axe, you get access to full break. Um, Which I don't understand why people use full break because it's it's twelve and a half percent, and the other stuff's garbage, like twenty accuracy down and stuff. I know it's both at once; you can go to town, but if you really had to choose, unless you're willing to attack down, why would you choose a half as effective uh, defense down? You could just use uh, armor break. It's, it's 25%. The only, the only scenario that I've ever seen it can be useful on are mobs like Bumba, where you where he'll actually um, remove status debuffs from him. And what you want to mm-hmm. do is bog him down in like a bunch of bullshit. And you use full break in that situation because you already have enough uh, defense down from other sources. And you just want him to eat those ones that you put on him. You know, um, Dancer would be really useful for that too. Yeah. Yeah, but full break is otherwise pretty bad. There's no reason to use it. And then, of course, Dark Knight gets uh, access to upheaval via merits. Yeah. And that is actually a really good weapon skill on Dark Knight. Everyone else seems Especially to hate it. Especially with Lycurgos. Yeah, so Lycurgos, the Ambuscade Great Axe, is actually a beast of a weapon that no one uses. And with Dark Knight's ability to cap its HP like it does, like to get 999 HP, uh, or 10,000 HP, basically, um, you actually don't even have to get that high. The effect actually caps it at 5k, but what it does is it gives you a TP bonus, um, and it gives you plus 500 TP bonus, or I'm sorry, not plus 500, that would make it only as good as, uh, Chango. Um, it gives you plus 1,000 TP bonus, uh, at 5,000. And, uh, like, Kurgos is, is absolutely off the chain. Like, if you actually set a, like, Kurgos side-by-side with an R15 Chango, you would see that they're almost the same great axe, except you can't make light with itself. It's that, that disgusting. It's, it's, it's pretty bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. L- L- Kurgos is the weapon that I use the most because I don't have a Kellebog. Um, I only have uh, an APOC for APOC cheese, really. But I've taken like Dark Knight into Dynamis, and I have just cleaved for days with like Kurgos. And when I wasn't fell cleaving, like I would just upheaval the stuff that was left over. And you, you hit like crazy ass numbers like you can get like 60k upheavals and shit it's so nuts and um yeah like you'd think that only warrior really pumps out those kinds of numbers and like dark knight can definitely do i don't it know well. i can't even get a war to use fucking chango when i ask so i can skill chain with them well yeah that's because they don't know what they're doing mm. i don't know 
but yeah, yeah, uh, like, like Kurgos is pretty strong. Um, and you, you know, the huge TP bonus would be a huge deal for upheaval because the FTP starts at one and goes to three point five, so you're easily already at about four point oh. So the you know it's four times stronger FTP value for that would really crank that damage up. And for the same reason that you would want to use Quietus, the actual weapon skill that that like Kurgos is supposed to use is Steel Cyclone, and it gets a pretty big buff. And it ignores defense, and it scales with TP. Like your steel cyclones on a like Kurgos are actually pretty dumb, and you'll be able to wear PDL gear with it a lot of the time. So here's something I wonder as a job, as a guy who plays Rune and not War and Dark Knight, and say I'm in an ambuscade where I'm fully buffed up and going to town, but I'm not skill chaining. I wonder how well a Lionheart would be against using upheaval on a Rune Fencer with like Kurgos. So Rune Fencer will only get like maybe a plus like 350 bonus off of the uh the, the tp bonus since it can't because it's not the drain of course but yeah yeah you can't chill at 5k hp or more so but you, you do like, get, get fusion for a change yeah but you do get fusion which is kind of nice um you get steel cyclone which is kind of nice you get fell, fell cleave which is also kind of nice because let me tell uh, you as a rune fencer who's trying to do damage it really sucks when you can't even use the light from your uh lion heart in a situation with one of the few you can actually effectively use it and instead, I could be opening or closing with upheaval in the same situation. So it seems maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And in, in a world of nagglings, Lionheart is kind of ass because mm-hmm. all you're doing is drag light. Is. You're not doing anything with nagglings. But if you're doing upheavals instead, you're at least contributing. And you can armor slash weapon break on Rune Fencer, which is sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weapon break is for people out there struggling with Halfus and don't want to just throw ninjas at it. Like, weapon break is how you nerf Halfus, by the way. Mm-hmm. You just weapon break him and then he dies. Weapon break and bio. Yeah. It's like this whole new concept of, you know, just using defensive buffs. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Also, what about his um shriek or whatever he uses? It's like a super war cry. Does that overwrite the defense the attack down from it should, right? You have to keep applying it. I honestly don't know, but I it's all I know priority, is I bet. all I know is that once weapon break is on him, we didn't really care about what he did. Okay, maybe it doesn't override it. That'd be weird. Yeah, when, when we did our when we did our six man clear for uh, for Sandy for someone who, in my group who needed it, um, I actually went Rune Fencer to that one and uh, instead of Ninja and like I tanked that on Rune and Halfus was was a joke once Weapon Break was on. Like we just sat there in Sakpata slash Rune Fencer and just murdered him. It was a very fast fight. I love how every time we discuss something, it always goes to like a different shop. Like, what if Rune just started using Light Caragos instead? Well. Here's the thing, though, like we can talk about Dark Knight using it, and obviously Dark Knight would use it well, like as long as you you can come to terms with the fact that you're not spamming Torque Lever and use a Great Axe instead, you know, because it helps the party more. Imagine that. Um, You're still doing enough damage to kill the content. Like, and that's the thing, though, like people need to learn the concept of enough. And to be fair, you might as well help the party. To be fair, as long as you have enough. As long as you have Samroll on a rune fence with the situation opening up or closing with all the Savage Blade spam, you should easily be getting to that uh, 3.5 FTP multiplier because 350 is not a lot, but with Moonshade and a multi-attack proc with Temper and Sam's roll, then you really should be about 2k. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you can get away with using it, yeah. Like, you're not going to spam it at 1k like Dark Knight does, but you can still use it effectively, (laughs) for sure. Uh, going at 1k can't hold their load. Yeah, man. I'm on Dark Knight. 
I'm going to try to make that job as fun as possible when I play it. Because I, it's nothing against Dark Knights. I just can't stand playing DDs. And like, well, it seems like there's enough do. here to keep you interested in all the variety in different ways. Because we're talking about all these yeah. weapon skills, but we're going to have to talk about which weapons you'd choose and how you would apply it and why you would do these things briefly, I'm sure. You lose a lot of DPS if you're constantly switching weapons all the time. Oh, and yeah, I, but... on Dark Knight, I tend to do that. And that's one of the ways that I don't play it well. Because like I'll I'll be doing great sword stuff and I'm like I don't want to spam torque cleaver anymore. So then I'll switch to like great axe. And I'll be like, well, I don't want to try to like solo skill chain or, or spam upheaval. So then I'll still switch to scythe and I'm like, I'm not in any danger of dying. So let me switch back to great sword. I think that was doing the best. And and I have a really bad habit um, as a as a DD job with like lots of options like that to where I'll do a bad job simply because I keep cycling through shit because wow. I get bored of it. Wow, you're not perfect, Fox. I'm I'm disappointed. No, absolutely not. I've never claimed to be. Out of here. Well, I mean, I, I know, I, mean, I know. Sometimes I, I much... cross my way, but damn, dude. Actually, yeah. actually, well, actually, and yeah, I there mean, are lots. Just to, just to just kind of point this out is like, I remember listening to one of the one of the previous podcasts a very long time ago. Are you listening? And, to show? Oh, wow. And I remember Fox. I think you were the one who mentioned basically having warriors using the using their Empyrean axes for their white damage instead of just straight up just going for weapon skill damage. That would be and, an odyssey for Ukon um, Savura for mm-hmm. white damage over. Yeah, that's not an original idea to me, but it's definitely something people should know. Yeah, and I and I started to apply that to my Odyssey runs because it was like, you know what? I'm not gonna just try and spam quickly, but I'm gonna actually see, you know, how well my bite damage is actually gonna, you know, how far it would take me. And actually, my damage really started uh, going higher. Matter of fact, because I wasn't wasting my weapon skills at on, like two percent. You know, at two percent, yeah. Warrior in my group actually manages to achieve this with a Chango, so he actually doesn't need the Ukon to do it, and he usually will one-shot things um, just because of his attack rate and the damage he does. What weapon skill does he use? Uh, he uses upheaval. <gasps> you mean he doesn't yeah. want to have? Oh yeah, no, no, he, not capped. Oh, he never uses nagling. Uh, like, unless I make him use nagling on something like Kalunga, he never uses it. Um, Dude, you know how proud I am of him. He uses great axe, and when he isn't using great axe, he uses uh, the uh, the club. Uh, the plus one club for I skills. feel like Warrior as a job has gotten worse since Nagelin came out. I, I, I think so too. But yeah, it he has. just he just shits on all the mobs. Like he just kills everything. Like they look so, at it, they look at it and go, look, I can do 70k, and that's the best because I'm doing all damage as strongest weapon. And it's like they seem to just not understand. Well, what they are is they're that person that you posted the screenshot of where they're admitting to doing Savage Blades at 3% that had their parse. <laughs> that fucking gave me a stroke too. Yep. That's just so terrible. Yeah. That's why I don't put stock in the parse, uh, depending on how it is. I do a lot of runs because you can't pay it perfectly every time. It's true. I mean, it's great for checking things like accuracy, at least. Well, I also use it to check to see who's like failing entirely because you can see who fails entirely a lot of the time. Yes, it has to be a wide It's a lot gap. different than being slightly behind. Like, if you're like, five percent behind like maybe even ten percent because you're having a bad day that doesn't mean that you're a bad dd that just means that maybe you didn't engage the mobs fast enough whatever maybe you weren't padding your parse who, who knows but like when you're parsing the same as the bard and you're a warrior or a samurai in my case of someone who doesn't get to go with samurai to my uh, odyssey farms anymore um <laughs> of elgar yeah you're so in that in those situations no you you simply are not pulling your weight Dude, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I I've, just, I've played with some pretty good bards who, who are 
managed to actually keep up with the rest of the party. I'm at a loss for the status of this game where when I shout for Shulsi, I get a million fucking samurais above everything else Nimi tells, and I just don't want samurai. And that's what samurai I get. Is- uh, when, when I have when I have hide and go Sam on the rare occasion that he's not core, he absolutely destroys Shul. Oh no no no! I know samurai can, I know it can, yeah. But the ones you get don't, and it's yes, like sir. the same for warrior. The ones I get, sure they'll use a club and do stuff, but I shouldn't have to tell the warrior to not be using savage blade on like I don't know a puggle. It's like no, um, but it's just still the fact that. It's just none of them will use anything but Nagling, so I can't imagine that every one of them is really that good of a warrior, and it's just like, it's just confusing how things have gotten this way, where everyone just spams something and doesn't care what exists, or doesn't look at how it applies, or just like really confusing for how, you can get a Dark Knight that's super good, and you can get a Dark Knight super bad, and they're doing the same thing, it's just like, how is everyone going so wrong, and why will no one use Great Axe? Why will no one use Great Axe? I'm obviously a little biased against Sam, but it's just that my experience with samurais, at least over the last at least the last ten years, has just been ninety percent of them are, are usually don't know what they're doing. Like yeah. I have Chia come samurai one run, and I didn't care he was coming samurai. And it's not like oh you're Chia, you can come Sam because I know you, so it's fine. You're y'all can make an exception. It's just like no, I know he's going to do well because he's he knows what he's doing. But if it's not Chia, it's like I can't take a samurai. It just doesn't happen. It's like, oh no, yeah, my food missed. It's like, yeah, mess. no shit. Yeah, they they all use the Masamune, and then they don't switch off of it when stuff resists piercing. It's such, it's even when they do, even when they do, they're they're underwhelming compared to a dragoon. I don't know, man. Like, I'll take a dragoon with the staff for undead before I'll take a samurai, just because also the fuck samurai I do against undead. I mean, I like the bully oh, yeah, undead. They're I, easy. I can touch you with them. Use a shining one. I forgot to even mention that. But yeah, he, he, like he uses everything that isn't nagling in the run. Yeah, you just got to get the people who actually know to skill up their other weapons and not just like take a shortcut ambuscade weapon and call it a day. I don't know. So uh, let's cover what weapons you'd want to use on Dark Knight and when Fox slash Brahms, because, you know, that's we've talked about all these different things and like her. So talk about situations in which you'd want to use these weapons and why. So it's not just nagling everything on Dark Knight. Talk about when you would want to use nagling. I mean, just so people who are playing Dark Knight can check it against what they do or people who want to play Dark Knight can you know, have an idea. I mean, I'll, I'll start. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, if, if we're genuinely going to mention nagling, I mean, I've been just at least theory crafting in my head, just situations in which I could actually use it on dark Knight. I don't really, I wouldn't advocate for it normally, but I mean, I said it earlier that essentially with warrior sub that at least you would be getting some TP bonus on the job. And therefore you could actually be able to uh, manipulate the nagling in order to, use it properly on, on, on Dark Knight. Dark Knight really just doesn't get the doesn't get the tools to use it as well as other jobs would. So it's usually why I wouldn't app it's normally why I wouldn't advocate for using it. But in that case with Warrior Sub, I could see use for it. It's just it's gonna be niche like any other thing because you know, shit situational as as the standard Final Fantasy uh meme goes. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um I have a really bad time using uh, one-handed weapons on Dark Knight. Like I, I, I dislike using Nagling on it, and I dislike using uh, the the, uh, the club, the the plus one club. I it's called all the time. Like both of those just feel super underwhelming, and it's actually the main reason I don't take Dark Knight to Odyssey very often. Not saying that people can't, but 
it really slashing is its main show. Loxotic Mace. Yeah, the Loxotic Mace. Yeah, I use that. Um, I, I actually went out of my way to go get the um, the uh, the R15 version of that. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to go in on Dark Knight. I'm going to try this out. And it was just super underwhelming when I went in there and used it. So well, what kind of numbers were you seeing? Because now I'm curious. I was getting like I was getting like 40K judgments. It wasn't, okay, it wasn't that, that sounds about like right. Like as a skeleton yeah. or just anything? But it, I mean, not... it, it it felt worse than me being on Ninja uh, to where I'll do like 50K Savage Blades or Cap Damage Blade Chi. Like, uh, why am I coming on that when I can do that? Or even just spamming Azure and Fists on the Lamias for 30K damage, but you're always at max TP all the time. Um, like, it, it just it just, it just felt sluggish in comparison because it didn't have the TP bonus. And if I couldn't, in situations where I couldn't abuse like Kurgos, which is really my go-to most of the time anyway, um, it just felt really slow, so I, I I just couldn't I couldn't handle it. Like I I just chalked it up to me not being a good Dark Knight because I, I've I've talked a lot about Dark Knight in this episode, but I'm I don't think I'm really a good Dark Knight honestly, and it's a class that I play very rarely. I just have to because I have Dark Knights in my group, I have to consider it when I run strats, so that's why I know a lot about the job. Yeah, Judgment would be super underwhelming because that's kind that's of my fair. take on it. And it's not to say it's bad. Like just because I I don't strategize around Dark Knight does not mean it can't be done. I don't want people to listen to this and think that because a lot of times people knee jerk this shit and it's it's just wrong to do so. Well, Fox. Yeah. The problem is going to definitely be that fucking FTP on Judgment's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's only ridiculous when you get when you're a warrior. Yeah, when you're a warrior and you can abuse the shit out of it with Warcry. I mean, it's three point five at one at two thousand eight point seven five and at three it's twelve. That's a huge yeah. jump. Yeah, it's Savage That's Club. Disgusting. Savage Club. It's Savage Club. So effectively, yeah. Yeah, it's gross. It just has shit uh, skill chain. But that's also why I don't ever yell for Dark Knight. I mean, it just cannot cover the damage range. It's really great at slashing, but it just doesn't cover it. Same with yeah, Samurai. In there, like, if you can guarantee that you run into mostly slashing mobs, like, I imagine Kalibolg just mows down everything. Yeah, but when but you know you're going to fight the Lamia Circle... Yeah, as soon as you hit Lamia, though, the Dark Knight's like, well, I guess I'm going to go solo something. When you know you're going to either have crabs or Puggles, I mean... Yeah, you're lucky. It's awkward. You're lucky that Q-Trubs have a uh, damage boost, but even they're minus fifty percent to slashing. The lack of piercing, because even a, even a nice piercing option on Lamia would be fine. But like Dark Knight has like no piercing that that you can really that you can realistically use. Well, in my Odyssey C runs, at least, um, I kind of have made peace with the fact that I'm not going to be able to do as much with, like, let's say, club and. I won't I won't have a piercing option, but there is a small niche in which I can fill to help out the rest of the group in terms of using Arcane Circle when we hit certain mobs yeah. such as bombs or uh in the case of I think it's triple bomb. No, it's it's is regular bombs, and then there's of course weapons. And that is that, that is actually huge. That's really no, that's really limited. That's like two families. It's like two. It, it is, Even but they're two so, families that groups it, will it, tend it to uh, chug through. Much, it, it just it offers a big chunk. And then, what, what, I, don't me wrong, I basically use it. No one notices that I use it until they do their weapon skills and they're like, wait a minute, why am I saying, why am I Savage Blaze doing yeah. top damage? It's like, yeah, um, but you, you could equally argue simple. that taking a Dragoon instead of a Dark Knight would be great for fighting Hita Hag and the Pucks and maybe the Worms if they're like uh, the last of the uh, try the crystal at the end that had happened last time was like okay crick the crystal and i guess we're gonna have to kill all these these wyverns here and hopefully don't get dispelled 
So what I would use a dark for mostly in Odyssey, identifying that that is the weakness, is I would have the the Dark Knight because it's a little more self-sustained than a lot of the other jobs are. Um, I would have them go start soloing other families while we handle that fetter. That's, that way they're at least doing something do. beneficial. But yeah. how are you going to parse them then? Well, I, I don't care about parsing them. That's the, that's the thing. People need to people need to let go of that and just like get people who don't suck. There are other ways to determine if people suck. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, but I mean, clearly this is an issue that the community needs to hear. So I don't know. Well, I mean, well, so say you're saying you're, you're dark then off to go solo stuff. Shit can go south pretty fast. That's a little risky. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean Dark Knight has magic, group. right? You can just pull monsters. Well, the, the typical group's going to have a tank to pull everything. So you would, you know, why would you want to put yourself at risk of having to slow down DPS? I mean, it's nice. Well, I don't. Okay, so I, I really can't speak to like what how pugs would handle things. Like, I know the extent of what like my tanks can do. Like, if I'm on tank or even if, you know, certain other people are on tank like i know what they're going to be able to do so like i know how they can handle like certain pulls so i just have them pull everything but what the dark wants to handle and that way the dark can do it off by themselves somewhere where only they're the brunt of attacks well i mean like, in my early days of uh soul safe farming when i was actually doing pickups uh i would do it on dark and essentially i would you know still recruit all the standard jobs i would get a I would get a tank but i would go in knowing that whatever tank I was getting was probably wasn't going to be anywhere near as good as me on dark. So they would do, so they would basically pull off, you know, they, they we lost him. Did we lose him? I think we lost him. Brahms? Brahms! The story was too much for him. Yeah, they were basically, no. So, oh, 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 he's lighting up, but he's not talking. So while he's fixing that, uh -oh. um, I think that Dark Knight would do better in Shoal B than C. Perhaps. Oh, there you are. Oh, there he is. He's back. I don't know where I dropped off, but essentially, just long story short, essentially saying that tanks in pickups were not as good as what I would have wanted, essentially. Oh, they're so fucking ass. I would, yeah, they're the so worst I would out of anything you get a tank, up. hope that they would be able to pull off, you know, pulling a single family by themselves, and then I would just run a little bit farther, do, let's say, like a poison gun or something like that, pull the mobs over, and then I would just start soloing by myself with the dread spikes up. Yeah, you can do that. And I keep I found that I found that drain and dread spikes got uh, got resisted by a lot of the mobs though because some of them have like the magic damage taken yeah, each to them that, that would be uh, yeah. minus fifty percent from uh, like the worms the saplings the vermin tigers. so bees beetles yeah, you gotta be no, not tigers it's on BG oh, no, actually tigers and C definitely have darkness resist I know that. Oh, well, yeah, they have darkness resist in that Yeah, zone, you also have to look out for regular resistances, too. I'm talking that uh, worms, leeches, slimes, flans, fungars, treens, saplings, mandragora, gubu, morbles, flytraps, bees, chigos, crawlers, flies, scorpions, spiders, diarmites, memora, and memora campa all have minus 50% the magic damage in uh, Shulsi. Thankfully, I keep track of that in my head, but it's on <laughs> that's the, just It's me. on the <laughs> BG page. I got my two tables there. It's good. I know, but I'm, I'm weird like that. And also Lamia also are minus 12 and a half to magic. Lamia, Lamia, Lamiosa. Yeah, like if I go DD to a, to a shoal run, I'm usually a ninja. So because I abuse hybrid weapon skills, I, I usually know what to use those on. And um, so any any job that, that has to deal with that should know. And that is one of the risks you run. Like you don't want to just like run up and poison go like any group of mobs thinking your dread spikes is going to save you uh, because it may not if it's on that list. So, like, look at it this way. Slashing resistance for Shul C is only five families. Puggles, Crabs, Skeletons, Ghosts, and Q-Trib. And Q-Trib aren't really a problem for slashing. You still kill them. 
but yeah. for you know, I just said magical, and how many of the lists were magical compared to you know compared to that? And even piercing is the next biggest one. That's rabbit, sheep, rams, tigers, corals, manicor, mant, you know, marids, and then all the other arcana and demons. So well, all of the greater beasts like that take a shit ton of damage from uh, from uh, the hybrids. They, they take doubt, a ton. Savage bleed harder. Yeah. So liberator. <laughs> uh, don't make it, folks. <laughs> Why not? It seems like it'd be fancy. You get no, fusion. I'm, I'm, I'm you joking. Get I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I mean, absorbs. no. Listen, the liberator is a, is a great weapon. I I honestly would advocate for people to make it, but again, because oh, I shouldn't even say again, but because it's a mythic weapon, and because I still view mythic weapons essentially as the as the final thing that you make on a job to basically complete it, that it shouldn't be the first thing you make unless you're just crazy or you you know. I don't know about that. Certain people that uh, happen to uh, pay for things with uh, with the plastic, but uh, <laughs> I I I really do think that it that, that it's a good weapon to have. I really just wish that the let's say for example the the absorb uh multiplier wasn't on it. Um, it makes insurgency a great weapon skill. Um, the aftermath level three is great on it. While I'm not a big advocate for uh occasionally attacks twice or thrice twice or thrice but <clears throat> overall i think i do think it's a, it's a good weapon i just i'm just not a, i'm just not as big an advocate of it as certain other darks would be but i don't know a lot of jobs really would want a mythic before other weapons like pop or summoner or even ranger or white I, mage yeah but I that's for those jobs i well, personally yeah, but you said dislike trying to maintain mythic aftermath like i it's, it's just fun. awkward yeah. I think it depends on the content. If it's Shoal C, yeah, absolutely. I would never. And if I can add this, just one thing, and I'm just going to basically put it like this um, in the simplest terms I possibly can, Uh-oh. that because Dark Knight has so much attack, because it has so many tiers of you know, smite and physical damage limit and everything else that goes along with that, that essentially it synergizes much better with its Empyrean weapons because of that fact. So when you're basically slinging, slinging a, a, a big-ass baseball bat, <laughs> I'd rather have the weapon that basically multiplies my damage instead of the weapon that essentially lets me attack a couple extra times. This is true because when you crit, the PD, the PDF is going to be another 1.0 higher of a cap, so that's Dark Knight can fill that in still, maybe. Yeah, when you're swinging for like 13k damage on, on a melee swing, it feels really nice. It does. <laughs> Another yeah, reason. it's like one of the one of the few jobs that you really should go out of your way to try to factor in Sekpada too. Another reason you want Calibol too instead of Nagling for Shul C. A Dark Knight with Nagling is disgusting for fly. You have better options. Yeah. I mean, I didn't make them, but still, the fact that it could be better is. Yeah, the the problem with with Calibog is just that Calibog is good, uh, so like people will never take <laughs> it off. Good. Yeah, well, I mean, I, mean, I plan on making a redemption soon now because I'm I'm at the point where I can actually make one and 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 not and. You know, just be content with that. When when a, when a weapon is so clearly good, people think that you have to use it all the time, so therefore they sell themselves short. So that it, its strength is actually its weakness because people will misuse it. Okay, so when, same with Masamune. When Masamune. would you want to use a redemption, for example? Because that's not a site that anyone talks about. Okay, so with the advent of Odyssey and with the proliferation now of PDL gear, and I mean, I, I've I've you know, danced around it essentially, but I do like the idea of using Quietus a little bit more now. While I don't necessarily 
see it as like something that I would use for a main weapon skill or or like my main source of damage. It's not necessarily a bad thing to be able to use along the lines of just keeping my aftermath up because, and I mean you've mentioned this before, matter of fact, Spicy, that you know it is not necessarily a bad thing to ride on your level two from your Empyrean weapon, absolutely your Empyrean aftermath. It's very situational. And then, if you're, let's say your timer is starting to run down, you have the last 10, 10 seconds, maybe 20 seconds left, you can build up to level three and then override the level two and then you just extend it and you get the added benefit of additional attack, I mean, additional aftermath, essentially. It depends a lot on the weapon skill you're using. So for all mace, absolutely, I'm not building the AM3. I have to start the fight with it or that's it. You do not waste any DPS. That's stupid to get... AM3 on yeah. all mace when CDC is not benefiting very much from going to 3k. Same with uh, now even open skill like Rudra Stone, it does benefit from the extra FTP. It's not drastic and it's still a damage loss and you still would not bother because it's not a white damage job, it's a weapon skill damage job. It's nice, but it's not going to overcome the wasted weapon skill potential. And just the fact that you have to keep stopping to make sure it's on in that capacity is just a big waste. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's lock style, so I don't have to look at at, at a Calibri head on the on my back. I think that's cool the way it looks, frankly. But that's just me. I, I like you know jank ass things. I don't think it needs the craters. Little liquors. <laughs> like I, I think it looks bad just because it has all those craters all over it. Man yeah. on the moon. But I I kind of just been I've been thinking about it for at least the last couple months now that like I have my Calibog and while it's nice and I do enjoy using it and I do like you know beating stuff over the head with it is like i i kind of want to use scythe a little bit more and in this sense because dark knight has an empyrean scythe option and i can and i'm in a position where i can now actually make one and utilize it to it to it's to a basically an an optimized extent i won't even say best and slight but an optimized extent that, that it makes sense in my head to actually make one and actually advocate for people to use it essentially okay so Say you're a brand new Dark Knight, you're getting into it, you don't have a reamed weapon yet, what would you pick? Um, depends on depends on circumstance. Like if we're talking about brand new, brand new and like let's No, say let's say let's say teams. you're a really good Dark Knight, you got all the armor and everything, or you're close to it, you're not like plus one AF, you're like plus three, two, you got like let's say you even have from a whole other, a different job, you're a new Dark Knight, but you have full capped Nayame and stuff. Like you have the gear, you're just new to the job um i would actually advise and i mean and this is probably not going to sound this probably is going to sound a little weird but i would actually advocate for the person to for the player to grab an agu site because it's a good it's a good reasonably priced option that lets you you utilize a part of the a part of the job's abilities which is soul leader um you get to find you get to you know just get you you get you get a decent a decent exposure to the job and you and get a decent, uh, exposure to essentially the abilities and the traits and it gives you an idea of what you can do okay let me rephrase that too say you're invited to ambuscade vd or shoal sea farm what weapon would you take if you have the gear for dark knight but you're like new to it getting into it but don't have any reamed weapons but have all the other gear what, what weapon would you take or what couple weapons mm, like her probably would that be your bread and butter 
I think it's it's a good holdover until until you make the until you make a big boy weapon. That's what I was suspecting too. But well, Fox, what do you think? I, well, obviously, Fox, yeah. based on what you said before, you're going to say like Kurgos, but so yeah. The, the the reason I made the weapons that I did is because I'm I was basically at that stage when I decided to do it. Um, the very first thing I made was like Kurgos because I have an abundance of pulse weapons because they keep getting handed to me in game somehow. Um, yeah, I just have like a mule full of them, even though I have them all made. And then uh, I immediately made an APOC because a Dark Knight should have an APOC. Um, they should always have it's a no cheap, shit button. Easy. It's cheap, easy, and you should have a no shit button. Like, the end of the story. But, like, in terms of, like, what I would use, like, I, I think that, uh, like, Kurgos is a perfectly valid option for a Dark to bring um, because it, it, it establishes good habits. Like, you could make the big boy weapon, right? You could make, like, a Calibolg and you'd be able to do lots of damage, but when a player does that right off the bat, they aren't reinforcing good good play habits on how to play the job. And nope. you end up seeing the people who just do Torque Cleaver spam. If you have someone with like Kurgos, they obviously are going to need to understand how to rotate their buffs properly, how to manage their, their cooldowns and their sets for uh, Drain 3, um, how to debuff things for the party and know that their weapon skills do more than just damage. Like The, the Lycurgos is going to teach a new dark more than a Calibol would teach a new dark. They just won't get into as many parties because people are dumb. So that's my justification for like Kurgos being the most important thing they can make right off the bat, followed by an APOC if they're going to make well, Arena. If if they showed up to a party with a Nagling, they would have no trouble and be like, yeah, this guy's going to do damage. He's fucking swinging dick Dark Knight with his little short teal sword. Uh, <laughs> it's really fucking short. It's like a short sword. Um, yeah, yeah this, this guy with this little swinging sword's going to you know, he's gonna do tons of deeps. Um, but if they showed up with a Lycurgos, would they really be that inferior that everyone would be like, oh, this guy sucks, he's not going to do damage, get the Nagling back out, swing The perception of them would be, I can guarantee, especially on his But in, in reality, though? In reality, no. That, that Lycurgos is going to go ham on shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's real strong. Like, I, I, can't, I can't emphasize enough how strong it actually is in play. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> sit it side by side with an R15 Chango. And just like look at the, look at the stats between them. So, if you had the choice of being a warrior or a dark knight as a new player, would you choose dark knight based on Lycurgos, or would you uh, choose? I mean, I, I know it's a really off out of you know, it's, is, it's a different question. It's, not, it's a little. It's sorry, very loaded it? too. Yeah, I, I I don't think I could I could appropriately answer that one honestly because I I don't give as much value to to warrior as I should, despite how much I use it in content uh, when it's not me playing. Because I mean, the I new mean, warrior is going to have I, a nagling, obviously. I mean, I have a full 99 character this warrior, and then my main character is, of course, a full 99 Dark Knight. And I don't think I would actually load up warrior just off of seeing a Lycurgos. Like, no. I mean, no, I, I really wouldn't, especially since I'm basically essentially running a, a, a returnee newbie link shell right now. And I'm basically trying to just, just steer people on the right path. Well, like, you could see why in, I'd you, ask that then, because people always go, well, I'm, I'm new, I'm picking up a DD, because I'm like, say they're white mage or something, like like Table's picking up his dancer and he's picking another job, so maybe I mean, maybe he goes, well, what DD would I pick? And they think between Warrior and Dark Knight, because they're the two big you know, DDs on the block, in terms of what people think, and you know, they would approach it from I know it's a weird way I asked it, but that's kind of the questions that I get on game, or how other people think or post, or... You know, a lot of this you actually boils down... The offhand their mom? Offhand your mom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of this actually boils down to how passive they are. Like, it has nothing to do with the job they're picking. I actually think that both Dark Knight and Warrior are terrible first jobs for people to pick. Um, because you, you need a lot more yeah. understanding of things. Like, it, it's too narrow for what a new player needs to get involved with. 
Now, the the main issue that the new players will run into is they let other people tell them what to do instead of learning, figuring it out, and then building their own groups. So they're going to have a lot less options because they need to be worried about what's going to get them invited to those parties. Well, I mean, when you don't yeah. know much, people are very vulnerable to listening to what everyone else everyone says because how would you know they're wrong? Well, yeah, yeah, it, exactly. But I mean, that that just adds to part of the problem, though, is that if if they they're they're going to pick a job where you need a much deeper understanding of how it actually works. Whereas most people just go, oh, I'll just spam Torque Cleaver, lol. And you're just setting yourself up for failure and you're going to be a, probably a terrible dark. So it, it, it's it's kind of an issue. But like you can pick a DD job like a Blue Mage or you can pick a DD job like even a Ninja. Like if you want, if you build that group yourself and you fill that group with the right job combinations and stuff and you like teach yourself what party compositions are, you'll go a lot further than just hoping that because you're dark night has a Calibog that you're going to get picked up by somebody um, because you're, you're actually taking the initiative to do things. I've seen a lot of people leveling up blue recently. Well, I wonder yeah, why. Blue's, blue's a strong job. Yeah. So I, I think they're 14 players, but probably, <laughs> honestly, probably. So but as we say that on the main surprised. page of Auction House, there's that Blue Mage tanking cruel joke guide for Odyssey, which is that Cheshmaru guy, and he's Fucking bumping it to put in and guy warrior monk red mage bard core white mage added to the guide. There's nothing to do with fucking blue mage. Can someone explain to me why we've not all collectively gotten together and and just beaten the fuck out of this guy socially? Uh, I know I'm advocating I, for some some yeah. cruel hazing here, but I, I would I would I would rather not do that honestly. No, like, no, no, I, not I in the podcast. Not not in the podcast. Not in oh. the podcast. I I did not mean in this setting. I meant why is not everyone sitting there and, and just like he just posts constantly a bump to like this has nothing to do with blue mage and he just keeps posting to go to the official forums to watch someone else's video it just blows my mind how we have an all as a community i've seen people get pitchforks out for less than this is what i'm getting at i think i think that if someone has like posts something that's beneficial even if it's not their idea and they claim enough of it then you automatically start with that that positive interaction by the, the people who won't delve deeper and what ends up happening is like that next thing you post will automatically have that positiveness associated with it too, especially if you directly link it to like something else that you did that was positive. So like basically you're piggybacking off of your own, I hate to use the word fame, but you know what I'm talking about. And you, you don't get the pitchforks called on you because people think that you're giving, you're spoon feeding them good information that they don't then don't have to look up or verify themselves. And that's bad. You know, I get the pitchforks. I don't understand like what the old Reddit sounds like. That's it's why I don't even engage in in any of that that social media garbage. It's just like every week I'm just seeing it, like the the Shoal and Blue Mage threads bumped to put someone else's video in on the official forums on auctionhouse.com. It just keeps yeah. it blows my mind how it keeps going on and no one stops it. Well, there's there's no mods and we already know that the that Daddy Rooks is a, is is just too busy. Daddy Rooks has a family, man. Anyway, I just it it was in front of me and I just. It's just stupid, so I, I had to digress. I didn't have to. I shouldn't have. But no, nobody will fact check things. So I, I don't know, man. So you basically, say whatever you want as long as it sounds good, right? I guess the established the establishment was don't pick warrior or dark knight because they do make. I do agree they make poor first jobs. As someone who needs to know more about the game or more comfortable with playing other DDs, like I think monk is a much better first job. I don't even think monk's a great first job. 
Like, honestly, I would pick something with with a broader scope of utility. Like, I would think Dance well, is a better first job. For Shoal, um, for Shoal C, uh, no, it's terrible. But for the rest of the game, beating um, up stuff, getting well, access, being I don't consider Shoal C to be... Monk is almost feels too simplified. Yeah, it's it's not complicated. Yeah, but that can be taken in a negative light as well because then you're just kind of... It's like, okay, when you're I'm new, just gonna, when you're new, you have to get in somewhere, and you can't like get all these freaking abilities left and right on Dark Knight or something, and 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 have all these different weapon types and all these. Like you need Monk to has a lot of abilities. It does, but they're really not like like. But you're how not many using boost in combat? Really you know, folk like it, it. It's not crazy if you don't like. Obviously, you should use them because they powered them up, but they're they're not. They're, they're just kind of like use them and it's it. They're like oh, they're on recast now. They're not like they're not like like you might rotate them on Dark Knight for other effects or reasons. You know, you just kind of. I think the jobs that have self-sustain that do something for the party are, are better for the new players because it teaches them about party interaction and they can still play a DD and they get to see their numbers or whatever. But if your first job is a dancer, also contribute. no one's going to be yeah. like, let me take a dance at everything. It's just not going to happen. That's that's the problem, though, is that that's the trade-off, is that if the person's not building the party themselves, they're going to have a bad time. And you can't just build yeah. the party when you're new. You have to have experience doing content to have an but idea. He, but here's the thing: like, just like how you're screening every single DD now, like it's working pretty good. Building up, building up a DD is like your your first job where you're going to be like, I'm sorry, guys, actual trash. Like you're going to be bad at your first job. It's just how it is until you learn the game. It's correct. Um, I'm still bad. Yeah, and and it's okay. Like people need to get over the fact that that it's 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 how everyone starts. Like no one's no one's cool. It's okay. It's okay to be bad. You're learning, but um, if you're if you're just like if you start out as this DD and stuff, and you just hope people will bring you along, like starting as monk is not going to get you any any more invites than starting as a dancer. It should. In, in fact, in fact, dancer is going to allow you to do more things on your own in the interim while you wait for someone to get to put you in a party if you don't build the party yourself. I don't know. Monk's really hardy with HP encounter and and stuff, and it's easy to gear and and doing content is that like you're not gonna you could easily get malignance with monk versus dancer if you had to compare how easily those two jobs can get and stuff like that. It's a lot easier to go attack stuff that I mean it's not Dark Knight, so let's. But I mean, without the malignance already, like the amount of damage that you would take in the Lilith fight is actually pretty pretty soul crushing on monk. So we'd have to assume that you'd be at 500 JP for SU3 for Kenetsuba. I was but then you'd also have, but then you'd also have to be a new person who is not going to find a set to copy paste that we're talking about right now in a guide that's that's specifically aimed at not having malignance, but does have Kenetsuba to get a a monk through the Lilith fight to get malignance. Like they're just not going to have the the skill set together yet to to put that set together. Like Time they're to just going to take shit tons of damage. Well, yeah, it, exactly. Like at least. Something like Thief would allow you to do more things on your own, maybe improve your drop rate, you know, get that stigma or whatever. But <laughs> it's not, it's, it's a lot easier to solo on a Thief than it is on a Monk. On a Monk, you're just praying that you can zerg through what you're, what you're being aimed at and hope that it comes out okay on the other side. And it just doesn't do as much for a new player. I don't know. Thief is so damn squishy that if you show up on anything <laughs> to solo something, your damage output's low, you're, you know, if not evading, you're getting beat the fuck up. It's just bad. That that's what I'm saying. At least dancer, you can cure yourself. And fan dance, yeah. And fan dance, fan dance. This is so broken. Like nobody uses fan dance, but fan dance is so good. Nobody uses niggling on dancer either. Well, yeah, of course. I wish I could. <laughs> I I would do it without shame. I, I would do I would do it. Building flourish so good. 
Okay, so now that I kind of didn't help whatsoever in the way I was hoping to help with, you know, if someone's a new player and... Uh, um, you're going to pick what's fun and you're going to stick with it because it's fun. You're just going to have to deal with the trials because everything is going to suck when you first start out because you don't know what the hell you're doing. That's all there is to it. I would just be Blue Mage, so the question never applies to me. The, yeah, the Blue Mage is a great choice. So Definitely don't be Warrior Dark Knight, though. That would be... That's way too much for a new player to try to start with. Especially, everyone should be Red Mage with uh, Crochia Morris. I mean, that's that's the only answer. Well, Red Mage without Crochia Morris is fine, too. Red Mage is a great first job. No, it only exists with Crochia Morris. (laughs) That's why we can't have nice things. So, because it feels like, too, there's just so many weapons on Dark Knight to know when to use each of them and take advantage of them. You need to have certain guidelines or rules or or just, you know... Yeah, you're that complicated, in all honesty. Well, your good your good Dark Knights are really good. It's just when you're not a really good Dark Knight, generally the player is really bad, and like the 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 dis, the disparity between the two is is the problem that we run into, especially on on this server. So yeah, I mean you're right though. It's it's not it's not too difficult to like look up a weapon skill and know what that weapon skill does. I think the problem is is that no one does that to begin with. And and when I say no one, obviously, like we do, because we're all talking about it. But like a majority of players looking at it and go, huh, I just want to hit something with a really big weapon. And they don't give a shit what it does. They just want to, they just care about what other people say does the most damage. And it's just not a good way to look at it. I think the problem is they need to get the man eater and offhand a riddle, throw some riddles on some shit and go to talent rampage. That's what you need. Throw some riddles on some shit. Yeah, man. So anything we haven't covered for Dark Knight, I mean. I mean, we, we didn't necessarily talk about using Liberator over Calibre, but then it's just kind of like we don't need to. It's not it's not a Dark Knight forum or a guide. It's just kind of like, you know. Yeah, talking about like why we care about those weapons is interesting. Like we covered that. But yeah, this is definitely not the place to argue like which is better. That's for sure. Yeah. I want to use Catastrophe. Most of these Dark Knights are Catastrophes. It's unfortunate. It's a job with a lot of potential. And it's a job that obviously has more finesse than people generally know or assume and more going on with it than even, say, a warrior, for example. And I think that's the part of Dark Knight that is lost. Some of it needs to be enhanced, obviously, over time. It's gotten a little worn down. It definitely requires the finesse. Yeah, but... Like I said way, way earlier, it's just, it's it's levers. It's so many more levers to pull. Than a warrior. And if you don't pull them, which most don't, they just run up to shit and go fucking ham then you're not really taking advantage of the job to the fullest and you're really not being all the DD you can be. Which means yeah. it should be a different job. Yeah, if you want to spam the same weapon skill over and over again, play Monk. Or Dragoon. Dragoon doesn't spam the same weapon skill, but, you know, and she'll see you do, apparently. Yeah, like, do you have Impetus up? You use Victory Smite. If you do not have Impetus up, you use Howling Fist. Occasionally you use Raging Fist when attack is good. But like Dark Knight, you have got so many other options and so many things to choose from. So like it's it's definitely not a you run up and only apply Torque Lever to things because there's like more important things you could be doing. Though you wouldn't know that because the average Dark Knight you find in an Ambuscade group or anything like that, they just really kind of just use one weapon skill only. And I think I'm going to start doubling down on the idea of enough because I don't think that that gets said enough. Um, like understanding that you have enough damage to kill the content, but you could be doing more for the party. I, I think that that concept overall would make a lot of people a lot better at this game. That's for sure. I think Absorb Vit is very underrated because your teammates are not capping F-strength. That's true. 
you can definitely get some extra base damage out of that. It's a lot that goes on Dark Knight can contribute. I mean, we're not talking, hey, stun the bit, TP moves, man. But I mean, you could. Yeah, we didn't even talk about stun outside of Weapon Bash a little bit. And Weapon Bash just for Chainbound. <laughs> or Chain Spell. Chain Spell, yeah, stun. stun. Stun is huge. Stun is a massive, massive addition. And if like you build it with fast cast like you're supposed to, like you can actually pretty reliably stun things. Oh, yeah. And the effect of the uh, superior three boots should be effective on the duration of stun. Yeah, because it's dark magic. How about Dark Knight's SU5 site? Didn't talk about that. You mean the Father, father, father the Time? Father <laughs> Felgar. To be honest, I think I would rather just make an R15 APOC since it fills both roles. Except for Subtle Blood, too. I mean, I mean of course, I, I'm assuming Path C, though, when I say that. So I should. I usually assume Path C if, if it's not obviously well, Subtle Blood. Path if B you is have nothing better to do and you have way too much money on, on your character, I would suggest to donate it to me instead. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, if someone's willing to pay, you know, 60 to 90 million gil for five additional drain potency that they're probably not even going to notice. I mean, do, yeah, do, do I, I want that want. scythe. I want that scythe to also be able to use catastrophe. Yeah, that was my reasoning. But like, there's an argument for the subtle blow too. Um, uh, if you I want actually to go path bought B. the superior four version and, and did the subtle blow path. That's smart, actually. I, I actually just, like I really that. Just wanted to for all your embos runs. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing that strat, you might as well do it properly, right? But um, if you're because yeah, you only need like the twenty because like you still have like Dagon breastplate if you have it. Um, you have Nigmaru ring. Um, you, you you can basically get to the subtle blow values that you need off of 20. You don't necessarily need 25 like some jobs might. So yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I've been an advocate for, for using superior four weapons it, it, just in, in general if, if you're really not looking to invest every you know piece, like every little gill that, that you have into a job. It's like if, it, if you have enough shield users essentially on your server, what I'm essentially saying is that if the price is low enough and you can afford to buy a superior four and you just want to use it for, you know, a small niche use and you don't want to break the bank. Why not? Just just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Like, what was it in the case where when I bought my Morgali and I, and yeah, that was a that was a pretty big purchase for me. It was it was about 90 mil. But um, the superior four version of the sword was on the auction house for like one mil. For some reason, so I just picked it up <laughs> and turned it into a and turned it into a mini Apirian. What are you so concerned about Morgali for in Rune Path B? No, I I bought it mainly just because I, I've I wanted uh, Rune Fencer basically being the other top job for me is that I really wanted to basically have everything for it, and I uh, initially just wanted to basically have it, and then I t of course augmented it on on Path C for the. Uh, region potency um which and i know i'm i'm, I'm kind of derailing but um it just seems like I a lot tested, for so little i mean again it's 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 a situation where basically where i pretty much had everything already so it was the logical next step for me anyway um but essentially my curiosity was how does it interact in the region potency for me and I'm sure Fox remembers that, I, that that I was posting in the in the math channel, just trying to figure this out. I did eventually figure it out. Then essentially, Morgali is broken right now, 
um, because past the augment says 25%, but it's not actually 25%, so it's not even a multiplier. It's just an additive to plus 25. <laughs> That's so garbage. Well, I, I, I got a nice shiny blue weapon. Like, if, if spell eruption rate on Morgulai was not 20%, but 50%, I could see use case. I would just make sure that that it, like that the process gets revisited to check that though, because like I did notice some things that were that were not distributed property properly across the the formula, and I would just want to make sure that stuff is like spot on before submitting it, because I I just don't want to see like information be wrong is all. I mean, just in case. I mean, basically, just I, I recorded all my numbers out on on a Google on a Google Doc, and I mean, I, I kept. Sh- kind of sharing the, the screenshots of that but essentially mm-hmm. using the same exact buffs and just the only change being you know the scholar using a musa or me using uh, a morgulai the numbers were the exact same number and yeah, then yeah. when i so, added both weapons together it was just plus 50. so, so I, what i would tech- caution about that um because this has even happened to me and i'm going to use this example be, because it's happened to me um, let me let me tell you something about Killer Instinct and how that works and how circle effects work. Um, basically, I ran a bunch of. Are math. you mansplaining to me, Fox? <laughs> no, like I'm man not. Spreading. I, I'm actually not mansplaining. I'm uh, I'm posting in, an example of one of my failures, actually. So, wow. this is how I failed entirely to to interpret data properly, and that's what boiled down to the Killer Instinct thing being blown out of proportion as far as it was. But basically, I found a way to math magician um, on accident. It wasn't even intentional. Uh, a relation to how the killer instinct uh, it, like applies to like damage boosts and DT and stuff based off of old information. And it actually ended up being wrong because there's static values in it uh, that are that are actually like like bonuses. But but basically, there are there are tricks within math that can actually come up while you're analyzing something. To where, like, if you take like a half value, it can actually be the same amount as like an additive value, given that the amounts are the same. And I'm I'm trying to like make this not like super convoluted for people who could be listening, but it's really easy. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's it's really easy to evaluate something one way, but then if you find that there are there are errors that were used within the formula, which is what I was pointing out, um, that those things that could potentially be additive could be as strong as a percentage base um, and, and that that's where that evaluation could be wrong. So I, that's, that's why I'm just cautioning to looking at that properly, especially when there were things wrong with the initial formula that was being used. So, no, I understand. Yeah, it is nothing, it's nothing against you. It's just these observations can be made. And a lot of times you'll see something and your mind wants to latch onto that bias. Because it's like, haha, I did it. And it, it you you always want to be your own critic when it comes to that. Like you always want to assume that you're wrong. You always want to hate yourself on your podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you want to make sure that you're just edgy as shit all the time. And cut my life <laughs> into Lord. pieces. This, this is, is the dark episode. So, you know, also shout out to Bebop Butt Cheeks. He gets one this episode as well. Oh um, good. <laughs> I I don't know if there's anything else to cover on Darknet that we haven't, or I'm sure someone will say something or ask something, but um, um, I can I can make one quick pointer, and it's really just a side. Um, like potatoes, I, I I suggest I'm just making a very strong suggestion that uh, anyone that's listening uh, take a few minutes and listen to uh, the YouTube video for Dark Knight Tales. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so like Ducktales. 
uh it's 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 a relic of its time um i I won't reveal too much it's 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 worth it's worth seeing even if just for the first you know two minutes of it it's it's worth listening to fox knows what i'm talking about well no no i was laughing because i I saw it on your on your thing and you were just so adamant on the uh I actually don't know what you're talking about, but you were so adamant about doing this. <laughs> we'll fill in as I go. Yeah, no, he he, he was like he was like pre-show. We 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 should at least be familiar with this with this thing, and like you circle back to it all the way at the end. And uh, it it was actually like written in your outline that that we should watch this, and then I just never did. So I'm just kind of like I, I sheepishly found that funny because I I didn't look it up, but here you are swinging back to to ensure that we watch it because it's, it's like how apparently I, so important. It's like how I forgot to mention my defense on Rune for two weeks in a row now was like over 4,000 as, as a comfortable level. It's like I forget to mention that after talking about it like three weeks ago. Yeah. So now I just said it, guys. There it is. Oh, there you go. So yeah, uh, definitely definitely watch for that. For Shul C. Dark Tale. I didn't even have context of what I was talking about. Like everyone knows it's going on in my head. I was talking about Shul C. So there you go. <laughs> and thank you, Brahms. There you Thank you, Bronze, for coming on. Appreciate your outline, or lack thereof. Your 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 dusty ass typewriter. Go toss that shit in the trash. We still used it. We used it. We covered the last part. Was covered the very start because I didn't read it because it's all pictures. It's fine. I read it. Can't even read the picture book. Uh, I'm, uh, listen, I'm I'm glad that uh, I was invited on to finally uh, make my defense for Dark Knight. Well, Dark Knight doesn't have any defense. That's its last resort. <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> Which is why the best defense is, is an offense. Attack! Wow. Okay. I, I've, I've had my defense destroyed by that outburst. I'm glad we rehearsed these things. Yeah, we definitely don't just do this in one take. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck do it live! Alrighty. That sounds like me. Fuck it. So, didn't have any emails, didn't have anything that jumped out. Didn't really uh, have any segments or questions or ads, so no ads. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, I gotta. I gotta ask people for those. I gotta make one myself. And I'm not sticking my head up my ass on the wiki or some shit. Uh, but thank you, everyone, and please join r slash Final Fantasy One One if you've not to have interesting conversations. Please don't fuck it up, or send us an email at what is the email fox. Uh, WTF and Vanadeal at gmail.com. WT what? W2TF. Vanadeal at gmail.com. W2F. <laughs> WTF. W2F yourself. Um, or join. W2F. WTF yourself. Filling <laughs> to what? Filling <laughs> to what in Vanadeal? I, th- I hear that's a way you can make ill. Or, or, <laughs> that's, uh, no, that was Cecil, the Blood Dark Knight. Who oh, yes. Has, oh, has yeah. an only pans. Or only cans in this case. Only flans. Only cans account. <laughs> Join our Discord as well. It's terrible. It's fucking bad. <laughs> and of course, thank you to all the listeners and everything. Uh, and I guess play us out, Fox. Yeah, later, guys. <laughs>